0: I need a little more volume, Chew. I don't know what happened over there. not your fault. There we go. That's good. That's good. Good morning, everybody. How you doing? We're just dialing it in because it's Monday. Give yourself a little extra time today because it's kind of wacky out there. But you know what? You ain't riding alone. You've got us riding shotgun with you. Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy. Let's do today's starting lineup so you know the players taking the field demand straight ahead. Rocking his multicolored Nike Air hoodie. That doesn't look very water resistant, though. You okay? You dry underneath? I think so. All right, nice, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies, he, pants, keeps it, he keeps it dry. <laughs> Hardest working man in show business, a heavyweight champ. Everywhere he goes, ladies and gentlemen. Everywhere he goes, they pay homage to the man. The shoe head, the food head. What taco trucks will he hit today? we this week. No one knows. Anyway, put your hands together for the one, the only, Mr. Chewy Eldorado. Thank you so much.
1: Yeah. A little piggy this weekend.
0: Now, here's a man I know who's been celebrating have a, what is it, have a nice day, day? Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you, day? Well, no, I celebrate have a nice day. <laughs> day. Hey, how are you, day? That's right. Hey, how are you, by the way, man? I am good. I'm good. 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 Yeah. No. He's a in. former star of episodic television, ladies and gentlemen. A stand-up comic in his own right. He toured all over this great nation, not as a, not as an MC, not as a featured act, but as a headliner, ladies and gentlemen. Now he headlines mornings with Matt and Bob, powered by Chewy, every morning for you, special on this Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen. Austin's Greatest Living Storyteller. Please put your hands together for the marvelous Matthew. Damn. Thank you, guys.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. I
0: appreciate it. He's right.
2: rocking a CBGBT.
0: Yeah, CBGBT,
2: that's... and he's still hoping that maybe, maybe the Chicago Bears will turn their season around. It's but a little I'm late, first. Bob. I see you repping, which is quite nice. But it could uh, it could take a while, I think, for the resurrect. Yeah. He came uh, waltzing in here today. They he get he had a pretty good... Get up in a step. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Though he said, and he did confide in us, he's unhappy with this morning's weigh-in. Not good. But the thing is, is that means that that's just a little extra for all of you to put on your shoulders as you carry him out here triumphantly into the streets yelling champion, champion. When I only
0: saw one set of footprints in the sand, I knew you were carrying me.
2: No, it wasn't me. I My arms don't work. It was uh. Chewy that carried you. <laughs> Remember, I got bad shoulders. Can't do anything anymore. Hey, he's a member of the Texas Radio Hall oh, of Fame, and he has it. been sitting here in this exact seat for uh, longer than most of you have lived in this city combined. But we call him the Bob Father. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, Mr.
0: Bob Fonseca. Are you guys interested in, I don't know. Getting into the Hall of Fame, I mean, you guys have got probably three times the amount of years in the business consistently as a lot of the dudes. A a lot of the dudes that they put into the Texas Radio Hall of Fame. I mean, you definitely. I thought the
2: Radio Hall of Fame you had to be in the. I thought you had to be a member of it. No, I just thought I thought you had to be in radio in the '80s. I thought to to Uh -uh. even get into that thing. No.
1: Have we had an impact?
2: Yeah, I don't think we've had an impact. Of course, you've yeah. had
1: an
0: impact. I what think that's what—that's what I
1: would be my criteria for like rock and roll hall of fame. The did way you, you get did in you it.
0: impact the industry. The way you get in is that you have to get a bunch of people to sign up and vote for you, but they, but they have to, Shh. they have to buy, they have to like pay for the membership to be able to vote. So that's the hard ask. It right. Was to ask listeners, are to, you
2: telling me that the Texas Radio Hall of Fame is? more about vanity than accomplishment.
1: Well, speaking of cheating your way to the top, didn't your son uh, make it to the Nationals? Yeah. He got all the votes. Yeah. That's all you need, baby. I thank everybody. Of the it. Texas Radio Hall of Fame? No, Nationals? no, A different
0: thing. His video thing that he was doing. But I want to ask you guys, if you guys want to make a push for some Hall of Fame, I would would you love. you guys, to, I would love yeah. to see your names in there. How do we... Where do we begin? Do I need to make a video
1: like Real World?
0: Um, I'll reach out to them. That means I'm going to have to be a member. Is there just a guy I, sitting I've by never, one of those old
1: phones in the? In I've there never right now?
0: belonged to the organization yeah, that has me on their on their list. Oh, you got dues? It's like fifteen dollars a yeah, year or something like that. I could like get that, Netflix the, for that, yeah. huh? And they don't working. even have an insurance plan, so I don't know what you get for that. Mm-hmm. I never even framed my certificate or my. And then the governor. And Richards? They, they go, whoever it was at the time, I think it was uh, Hetty Lamar or Maribou B. Lamar. Yeah, Maribou B. Lamar. Uh, I didn't. I never even framed any of that. I think that would be like the weirdest thing to have in your house. You're supposed to be in here. Oh yeah, that would. So people can take like sharpies and draw a mustache or exactly. you know. Yeah. Right yeah. there, you uh, go. Now you got a handle. A-hole. Yeah, know this I'm guy should be works. in the A-hole Hall of Fame. You already are. We'll push for that. Yeah. As well. Hey. First vote. You got in
2: on first vote.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys should be in there.
1: Mm. you should be in there. I'd be happy to, but I'm telling but you, it, I have not made an impact until we're literally and we're close to it literally being the last live morning show. Do you know it's like I know, that's that's the that's that's the impact. when we can make it. That's the impact. The l- the longevity. We gotta wait a few years. They'll,
0: They'll l- say, wait a minute, you guys kept your heads down that long? Look at all the stuff you've done
1: for you know I could get the hall of shame, I think. Oh, there you I go. The Alright, if it. you don't
0: wanna do it then I won't I won't pursue investigating. Nobody it.
1: said they don't want it. We just don't think we deserve it. Sell us, right? But now. I have to have a get-
0: special thing that you've done on air to really.
2: But I think that for like Chewy, the time that he ate like five hot dogs in a row on yeah. air, like that's kind of an accomplishment. I don't think anyone's yeah, ever done that. Yeah, eating a
1: hot dog off the floor and having to leave early Friday because I was sick. Yeah, there you, you were. go. Could that get me in there? Yeah, you're here every day.
0: You're. I don't know. I'll call up there. I'm not sure though if they're still. For a while, the uh the Hall of Fame was it was part of a, um. It was part of a KFC. It was the other half of a KFC. It was a one of those combo units.
3: Oh, it's, nice. it was
0: like KFC Combination Hall KFC. of Fame. Yeah. So they may have moved, but I'll be happy to look into that for you guys and figure out how we can do it. Right. Sure, I just don't have to put out any effort.
1: <laughs> Let's get it started.
2: Yeah, So, I mean, if you can do it, I don't just have to like do anything. Sh- yeah. Just
1: like this show. Exactly.
2: <laughs> see, I'm on leisure miles, so I'm dead, uh, dude. That's where I am. I already had my
0: stroke, so now just leisure miles till I'm dead. Well, see, now, wait. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Wait Is that a T-shirt? Wait minutes. a minute now. We can play that stroke oh. angle hard.
2: First live on air show. Live I can get on you stroke? on
0: America's Got Talent with a stroke angle. I can get you into UT. Do I need to do... I can get you into the master's program with
2: a Here's story the like that. Is that my residual effects from the stroke are really <sighs> pathetic? You know what I mean? Like yeah. I don't have a good thing. Like some kind of paralysis would no, be just good for, for America's function. Got to, that? that uh, um, uh,
0: speech in, left with a. But can you fake it at the award ceremony when they induct you? Because it would be really powerful if you could just slur a little bit.
1: <laughs> That's true being the only person <laughs> to <laughs> think about <laughs> uh, father No, not
0: stop. What? Stop. We should. It's I, a serious topic. Hey,
1: I I
2: find you know when people are just like, Mental "Hey, I'm, I'm married. Topic. I'm Hey, I'm married to a uh Muslim. I can make those jokes or whatever." I actually went through the stroke process. And I do substitute random words at times for Richard? things. What did I, I say, did I say yesterday?
0: Word. It was so weird where I was just like. But we understand. We know what you mean. Anyway, I could we can play that angle hard. I mean, that's that pretty much makes you a shoe. Can you imagine the introduction speech?
3: No, not you. When oh, they no. when
0: in when your introduction, when they introduced he had a stroke and he continued on in the in the craft, in the in the career that he loved so much.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He, uh, he, he he persevered. God, they love that on TV. They love it on radio.
4: They, they do. Out love out. They, love
1: they, it they love it on love American, the American sad Idol. Story. The sad story on should American the Idol. You Do Willy Wonka and walk out real slow with a cane, and then do a little somersault, <laughs> and the then start of singing
0: of that Willy Wonka. What is that? How Does that one oh, go? Yeah. Da da
3: da 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 Your imagination will be stroke stroke stroke
1: stroke or give that speech when he's going through the tunnel really fast on the boat
2: i'm not memorizing that much dude i already said i already told you i'm not putting out effort so i'm not going to memorize a whole speech from a movie okay
1: you gotta do something to deserve this no
2: well i am doing something i'm driving all the way up to lufkin where the hall of fame is where it used to be
0: <laughs> do they move it to longview or something i think it's inside a burlington coat factory
1: I need to go there. They really got deals? Like, deals, deals? <laughs> I don't know. Where. <laughs> well, I don't know where if that.
2: there's one thing that Texans can't get enough of year-round, it's Coats. From Vermont.
0: All right, forget it. I won't get you in.
2: No, I just said, stop making me g- jump through the hoops.
0: Well, you will, we will have to get memberships, because we have to at least no. have three votes for you. I don't know how many votes it would take. I could get a
1: Costco membership. I feel like I'd get more out of that. That's true.
2: Now, that's more than $15 a year, though. That's 120 But does, hey, that's does the Texas Radio Hall of Fame have discounted hot dogs and pizza? Because now, if so, now we've got an angle.
0: But just think how good it sounds when, like, Fred Cantu reads your radio uh, autopsy when they can you. That's true. You know, and you're saying going,
2: this is really actually only good for once I've been fired. They right, that'll go. He was inducted into the, the Texas, Texas Radio, radio Hall, Hall of, Fame. of Fame
0: in 2024. That sounds good. Fired eight days later.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll do it.
0: Yeah. we will go down
1: to take a trip. It's in Chicago or something, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't know. I don't know where they do it. Usually around the Houston Corpus area. Corpus Christi. Yeah. That? I think uh, it's a good move. I think it's a sound
2: move. In fact, I think it's the only logical move. Oh, I wish you accidentally hit. Dude looks like a lady. Dude. <sighs> Uh, Morning, Matt and Bob powered by Chewy here till 10. Click, click. Hey, it's click click boom time. We go through the clickbait so you don't have to uh, Here we go today 10 things a surprising number of people don't know I have no idea what's coming up. I didn't even read the first word on this clickbait. I just thought 10 uh, things a surprising like number it. of people don't know I read the opening paragraph and that's how I usually make a decision and it started with many people have a bad habit of taking knowledge for granted. And I was like, agreed, I'm in, I'll grab it, we'll, we'll look at it. We
1: don't respect it as much.
2: Yeah. Um, they are saying, hey, look, there are a lot of things that they, we understand that people wouldn't know, but there's some practical things we don't know. And here we go, All ladies right. and gentlemen. This will probably take us two days to get through, and I think it may be worth it.
1: Do that. we blame public schools for any of this?
2: I don't know who you blame for this first one. I'm looking at it, and I'm knowing that... Uh, I'm going to guess that I don't know this, and I'm going to guess that Chewy doesn't know this, and I'm going to guess that Bob does know it. Wow. It's the kind of thing that Bob generally tends to know. All right. Humans have four major blood types, A, B, A, B, and O, and those can be broken down as negative or positive as well based on the rhesus factor, but most Americans don't know their blood type.
0: Chewy, what's your blood type?
1: THC. I have no idea.
0: Uh, yeah, Bob? I have uh, caveman blood, which is typo, but I believe I'm typo negative. I believe. And the only oh, reason. Oh, yeah. Well, sorry. We don't play them anymore. The only reason I know that is that when I was a kid, my dad gave me a set of dog tags. And on military dog tags, they would put your blood type. On those, I have no earthly idea. In case you got, in custody, you got dammit, hurt in battle or something like that, and they needed to, I think I'm mean, typo positive or type whatever the more normal of the two. Well, I shouldn't use the word normal when it comes yeah. to people. Whatever is the o more the, common, oh, the universal donor. Whatever the most common is, but I've read in a book that that's what that's kind of caveman blood.
2: If you need a blood transfusion, you're going to want to have the right kind of blood. Yeah. yeah, don't you just hate it when you find out you're...
0: Is there an easy way they can test it? I guess they do have to. Right? Can't they just Yeah, they
2: know whenever I think you donate or whatever they tell you, I just never listen. I think mine's a uh, 10W40. I don't Oh.
3: Hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Say so your immune system will react to the new blood and try to destroy
0: it if it's the wrong type, which will kill you. So... Yeah, you don't want your body fighting with itself. No. I think mine's more of a sauce. <laughs> uh Here's his range. Here's... <laughs> What's your blood type? Ranch. Cilantro. Hidden Valley.
2: A poll in 2020 suggested that 40% of Americans don't know their blood type. I forgot. And uh, another survey said that 45% didn't know their blood type. So it's up there. For some perspective... Could be O positive. I don't know. For some perspective, that is more people than... Fewer people know their blood type than know their astrological sign, which is a thing that's made up. Hmm. Oh, I'm a Leo for sure. Only you can tell thirty looking at me. Only 30% of Gen Z knows their blood type.
1: So this is why hospitals keep records, you know?
2: Right? Over 95% of the Japanese population are aware of their blood type. Well, son of a... Okay. Always looking down on us. Well?
0: Well? Who won World War II? I show you blood type. Oh, okay. I must be O-positive because only 7% of the population is O-negative. Whereas 37% is O-positive. So I'm o positive. That makes sense. That doesn't make sense if you've ever had a conversation with you. Hmm. Oh, I'm going to go off today.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I really made a mistake. No, I'm not good. on
0: you. No, I'm not. I can't. I can't okay, do it. You. I can't do it.
1: You should. I can't. It's part of your news. I can't.
0: All right. Well, because we have a friend in that
2: situation. You can go off on anything. Just make sure it's not the... So I apologize.
0: I I am more than likely uh, O positive. Okay. O negative is more special. I couldn't tell you.
2: Uh, Over 40% of people in America don't know how much money their partner makes. Uh, Is marriage a true partnership? Historically, it may be a word we choose uh but in action it's not really always the case Hey, as long as they pay their half of the rent man they can still live See, that's the dynamic i love me. to talk about yeah, data from 2015 suggests 43 of americans don't know how much money their spouses make
1: because every time a guy calls in here the woman is paying for the phone That's it's their caller identity. right
2: now the, now what they but always that, say is well my wife pays the now they may be in one of those families where they come home they hand over the check. Wife, also, sometimes wives are like, I want to get this done, and they know that a dude will take t- three weeks to get it done. I
1: think women are split on it. I think you think women some are actually th- paying for it. There's some that are equal partnership, and then there's some that are, yeah, yeah.
2: Well, you grew up with a single mom, so you think you think of women as taking charge, large and in charge, really large. Uh, You've seen the women you talk to.
1: No, I've seen us all as vulnerable people.
0: Uh oh, uh oh, yeah. I don't know. Is that net or gross you're looking for, by the way? Um, and before, like, insurance and mm-hmm. taxes and mm-hmm. title and all that stuff. I don't know,
3: 70% of
2: Americans say they communicate about finances very well with their partners. But as recently as 2021, 40% of couples who live together said, but they don't know how much the other one makes, which is weird. Uh, this is how it made even more awkward by the fact that in the survey, people had to guess, but what their partner made, it was multiple choice. hmm And it was in
0: $25,000 ranges. I would like to see the statistics on the per- percentage of divorce of yeah. people that talk money in a relationship. I want to see... Because that's when, that's one of the things that can... That's the number one cause, right? You of, think of is, the, uh, is money, Splitsville. But what is, is it exactly? About money.
1: That's so general, money. What was it exactly? Yeah, he had you paying rent. And you didn't want to pay rent, or, was it, or spend, was
2: it spending? Or
1: you were spending all the money, and he was drained, and it's like I can't do this anymore. What What was the split? Or, I, I can't keep blaming On the my house Was like, it the I man gambling know. every NFL well, that's Sunday? It, that's it. Like, like my
2: yeah. wife went was so mad at me yesterday because we. We're going out, and I just happened to be in the car when they made the uh, Target stop, and I yeah. think I ruined Target for the whole family. Just being there. I'm like a huge C-block on a Target run. Because afterwards, like the kids, everybody was just like, what the hell was that? That was, we ain't getting
1: anything. But that's good. I couldn't lead a family. We'd be in financial ruin yeah. by My by wife is so two. mad.
2: She's like, I can't believe we spent that much money, and there's nothing fun in that basket. If
1: I was married to Kara, we would be over here with uh, in a tent with a fire.
2: I know that. That's so. where I, that's where I found her. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, I got her you good. Got her. I got her good.
2: Three percent of the population cannot picture a thing in their minds. Hmm. Like Ex- if I say, example, okay, yeah. picture an El Camino. Can you get a picture of an El Camino? Yeah, yeah. I got one. Yeah. Well, uh, three percent of people have a significant, uh, what is that? It's uh, eight billion people. D-d-d-d-d-d-d. Yeah, based on research, they can't picture. So when you hear dog, you can picture in a dog, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some people have something called
0: aphantasia, right? Which means they cannot visualize things in their mind. See, that's why I think I can somewhat semi-draw. Because I can picture that El Camino with the wood sides. I know what, I can see the wheels. I can see the shape of the body, and I can transfer that to paper. Why don't you picture in some
1: a wood sided one? I don't know. Because mike <laughs> got that.
2: The phenomenon didn't have a name until 2003, when a man who had surgery lost the ability to picture things in his mind. Doctors well, that- had no way to explain it. When he he made headlines, millions of people wrote, started writing in saying, they had the the same thing, and they always said when people talked about picturing thing in your mind's eye, they mm-hmm. thought that was metaphorical. They didn't realize that other people actually saw something in their mind, that you could see an image.
1: But I think it's even crazier that you can find... They're starting to be able to see what you're thinking or dreaming about. That available. also Scrambled. is creepy. That's, creepy. That's
2: today's Click... Click, boom, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Waters International Realty. Let me tell you about him. Uh, Chris Waters is the only agent I would trust and recommend to sell my home because he's got the full market guaranteed offer, which means you get a cash offer on your home for the full Market value guaranteed with no long-term contracts to sign, no upgrades needed on your home. They handle all of that stuff. He's got a whole team ready to go to work on your behalf. So no matter what the reason for selling, they got you covered. Holly in Georgetown, she bought a new home. She needed to sell her old one fast to pay for the two uh, for for both homes. So she didn't want a second mortgage. No, nobody wants that. No. So uh, And then you got moving expenses and things like that. So she won a top dollar. Uh, she hired Waters. They put a, an amazing and intense marketing plan into action. Within five days of hitting the market, the Waters team sold her home for asking price, and she was excited. Has Holly in Georgetown. You could be the next success story. When you hire the agent and team who guarantees a full market cash offer on your home, call the team. I recommend Chris Waters. Waters International Realty. Reach out to Chris and his team at 512-829-8000 or go to ChristopherWaters.com. That's Christopher Waters with 2Ts.com. Oh, man. Bob, you want to talk
3: about
2: anything?
0: Oh, no. You don't You're want to mention about what you want to talk thought you were about? Gonna, no, I thought you were going to no, tell me you more. Came in and no, you said, because I got I something to... to talk about. No, I said to you guys, I just. Uh... You don't want to talk about it out loud? No. Okay. Because people are involved that are local and stuff like that, and I don't want to. And, and, and maybe I just happen to be sitting in the wrong seat. Maybe. Though I thought I had pretty good seats. I guess But good seats uh, I, yeah, I left way early. Well from early. For what? way early <laughs> that's as far as I'll go. I, I left way early and it and it pained me and I was upset all the way home and I was like, you know why can't things you ever do that in general just like why can't things be the way they used to be? Well, sure, you know.
1: Oh back when I didn't have any bills and lived in a house I didn't pay for. Yeah as a child.
0: Like why does What's everything go seem to around? be less than what it used to be? What what change what dynamic changed or do we just cross over into a a lesser universe? Uh, greed.
1: People don't put money they into don't put, their product they don't put or effort their effort anymore well, into I what they're doing. I'll, don't you I'll, think
2: that's because of us though because of our our own personal greed that we want
1: something? My expectations were I think were, we expect something.
2: Well, but stuff used to cost money. And we decided that we wanted stuff for as close to $0 as possible. So manufacturers had to start cutting corners to get you that price. And we started accepting subpar S. You're telling me the Lay's
1: potato chip bag used to be fuller? And it's our fault?
2: Well, no, the Lay's potato chip bag used to be smaller with the same amount of chips. They just keep making the bag bigger.
1: They were 99 cents when I remember. I'll just say,
0: I went to a show this weekend, and there were a lot of shows everywhere this weekend. All the venues had shows. And my wife and I walked out after a a few songs. Couldn't handle it? Bass was too... It was the worst sound mix I've ever experienced. The drums weren't mic'd and weren't coming over the PA, so you were hearing the drums whatever, how many nanoseconds after all the rest of the music. So all the timing seemed off. You mm-hmm. couldn't hear the keyboard player. And they were banging away. And it just uh, pained me. pained me to leave. But uh, as I was leaving, I was uh, joined by other people that were leaving. Which was, like, weird. Like, I know my, my expectations are high. Mm-hmm. But... I guess there were other people that had better you know more expectations wow. too and who knew there were that many uh, pricks in the. i know <laughs> i know i listen listen thank god i still have the records to fall back on the great records but
3: what are, it the, not, name, it was what are not the names a good, of some of the records it was
0: not a good night it was not a good night for the people involved what are the names of some of the records and i don't i don't know how that happens i don't know i've never done a sound check
2: Apparently they didn't either.
0: (laughs) I I don't... Or that's it. I don't... I guess there wasn't one or something, because how do you not... How can you not hear the drums? I don't
1: know. I like the drums in a song. Well, especially this... Boom.
0: This is one of the great rock drummers of all time. Whoa. Max Weinberg? No. I don't know. I don't know. And it. I just like... And I'd taken some people... And I was, you know, building up the show, how amazing it was going to be. And they were like, "Thank God you you texted us," because they weren't sitting with us. But thank God you texted us.
1: We were already gone.
0: Yeah, they were already gonna head to the lobby. They didn't get it either. Well, that sucks. Yeah, it does. It's it not the fault of the artist. I don't. think. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But and the crowd seemed dead. Like I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The room seemed to just seem like no energy in the room. I don't know. What? It just seemed weird.
1: And it was full of young, energetic people. No, not so much.
0: Mm. Not so much. I was probably the youngest there. Do you think maybe
2: that somebody said, "Well, I know the average age of this artist's fans, and really they can't hear
0: anyway, so why bother with the sound?" <laughs> I case? think it was just a perfect storm of stuff that probably just. Didn't go right or something. Yeah. I don't know. I went to a show last night at the Paramount. It's good. Yeah. It's really good.
2: <clears throat> I, had, uh, I went for the hi, how are you thing. I know. I
0: saw your Instagram. I saw that you went out with your old lady. I mean, your wife.
2: Your I wife. had your old lady. I apologize. I a time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I ran into somebody and I got tongue tied and couldn't, couldn't put sentences together like I wanted to. Hmm. Scott Fisher. It was not Scott Fisher. I've met him before, so I would have been more comfortable. Yeah. But uh, I don't even know if the name will make uh, say anything to you guys, because I don't know if you know, but I was walking out. So we, we went, and we couldn't stay for the whole show, because I had kids mm-hmm. I got forced to go to bed, and I got a, one kid who's still not doing homework. So we went for uh, one act, and then we watched a uh, small performance at the halftime. They don't call it halftime at a show. They call it intermission. And then I was, uh, we were popping out the door, and as we walked out the door, coming in the door, I look at this guy and I go, Vincent? And he goes, hey. And it was uh, Vincent Neal Emerson, who's one of my favorite country artists. Oh. Just happened to be, and I was like, hey, well. Country artists uh, with three
0: names are the best. It's Like Michael Michael Martin Murphy. Uh, mm-hmm. Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Ray Cyrus. Uh, um, you got your uh, uh, Hank
1: Williams Jr. We'll count that I'll as a third. I'll count that
0: as a third name. All the juniors. Uh-huh. Uh, Lee Harvey Junior
1: Oswald, Brown, Jr. Junior Brown Junior, Junior Brown Junior, Kenneth Allen
0: McDuff. Uh, there is some three. I know there is more three named country acts. There are. There's wow. a lot. John Wayne Gacy. It was.
2: Uh, I was just like, I, Hey, uh, I. Uh, he goes, Hey, I. Go, I, I, do, I do radio. <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> That's literally what I said.
4: To him. I go. I
2: uh, bell uh, no. hey, you should do it. And he's like, okay, well what station? And I go, the ninety three? <laughs> How much have you been drinking? None. I, know. I just got nervous. I was like, I I this I think it's because my brain wasn't prepared. I was right. walking out the door with my wife, right? Right. You were already terrible, checked out. Terrible elevator pitch. Horrendous elevator pitch. We've all done that. Because I was like, I was like, hey, we've had artists come on before, country artists, they'll play one of their songs and then a like a country fired version of some kind of classic rock jam. Right. And he goes, uh, he goes big star. And I was like, oh, my God, that'd be great. He goes, big star, that's my jam. And I was like, all right, yeah, know absolutely. Because I thought Ryan Bob would go nuts if he was, Vincent Neal came in here and started playing some big star.
1: You might not like the sound. Oh, okay, the sound
0: I, mix? Listen, don't.
1: Don't what? And then you had to eat because you were so don't, don't,
0: Don't try to portray me as some super, like, critical dude when it comes to that, but. When it's it's unlistenable, it's unlistenable. Dude, you have a podcast.
2: I mean, you have an entire YouTube show about listening quality. So don't say don't
0: try to portray you as that kind of individual. That's
1: literally your entire brand. You need that for your brand, actually.
0: Dude, we were tripping over each other getting out of there. With other fans, you and five other hi-fi guys, that couldn't wait to get <laughs> home to their Wharfdale speakers. Hey, this is or about whatever. you being tongue-tied. I already my my bit
2: is already <laughs> you over. Were, you were desperately, oh honey, let's get home to my Nakamichi
0: speakers. They didn't make speakers. <laughs> oh, just that tower. They make cassette decks. I think. Oh. I don't know. Maybe they did. I don't know. Cassette decks and amplifiers. I don't know. I
2: will tell you what, we'll go home and have sex with my clipshorns.
0: A wish. Hmm. Well, How sorry. about you? Did you get? Were you disappointed or have any? Uh, yeah, I do don't have any, 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 any. like?
1: Uh, that's the thing. There's not a ton of like you know R and B or anything. So. But Chris really said God that he went shows. to
0: uh, the Michael
2: Jackson experience. I over wish the I would have known.
1: I would have went. Where he, was that?
2: It said at the the, Moody, which Chris. I'm mean, gonna I guess the Chris ACL came? Live. No, Chris up front.
1: Oh, oh, I just Gaiden. I'm always if it's always iffy when it comes to like. What would you call them? An impersonator? Is that what you... Uh, maybe we that's shouldn't That's where you them don't at? want
0: to be in the front row. You might have to bring Chris in and
1: ask him. Because I don't want to see him. Right, either. impersonator. Uh, going to an impersonator kind of
0: show like that, a tribute show. So you want to be kind it of looks, back a little bit and squint in your eyes a little bit. And you go,
2: yeah, that kind of looks, looks Chris like Chris said it. he said he was fantastic, had a great time. His voice was a little raspy. And I was like, oh, that's what Michael was known for, that, ras- that deep, raspy voice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm a lover, not a fighter, Chris. Easy really? as one, two,
1: three. Where did you come from, baby? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at a man in a mirror. I mean, I don't think Mike smoked, so.
2: Yeah, well, guess what his impersonator does. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so, he'd, be,
1: he'd be in my dream, uh, blunt circle. You don't think t- that
2: uh, Mike smoked anything? Oh, come
1: on. No, all those allegations. I mean.
2: was watching last night. I forgot about Norm McDonald. I remember it was a huge controversy too at the time. Norm Macdonald, R.I.P., on Conan O'Brien, and it was right after Michael Jackson had his first kid. It was right before he had his first yeah. kid. So this is a while back, and this is when before Conan really was Conan, like his old original set. And it's like Norm Macdonald is like, "Yeah, hey, uh, yeah, Michael Jackson there as a uh, says he uh, he's having a kid. Said it doesn't matter. He doesn't he doesn't care whether it's a boy or a girl as long as it's a boy." <laughs> and he goes because he, he said yeah, he said if he said if, if it's a girl he's gonna name him Sh- gonna name the baby Sharon, and if it's a boy he's gonna gonna have sex with it. <laughs> <laughs> and the audience completely turns on him. Oh, I love it starts it. booing, and uh,
1: <laughs> just like God, I love Norm.
2: But Norm was I also know, was always great. not afraid to say stuff that he knew was true, but people were denying or ignoring at the time. To- you know what I mean?
1: I, I forget I got to meet him in here. I, I know. That's still, I know. I miss Norm, a legend. His book's incredible. Rest incredible. in peace, incredible. Rest in peace forever, King. DLR racked up a ninety-two thousand dollar
0: bill.
4: I report the news. That's what I do. <laughs> it's Bob Fonseca's oh, right
3: yeah. News. Oh yeah.
0: He go. I could see him doing Here it back in the
2: heyday,
0: but I'm shocked if it's going to be anytime recently. Oh, man. Here we go. It's the Rock and Roll News. I'm Bob Fonseca. Gee, I'm
3: Rock's yeah. last
0: great reporter, and yes, I did have a disappointing Rock and Roll weekend, but you know what? There'll be oh. other weekends and other shows to celebrate. I'm not going to throw out the rock and roll baby with the rock and roll bathwater if you know what I mean Matt mm-hmm. I still have hope because you know what some of these kids out there today these youngsters on the way to the dropout zone and I've got He's Rock and Roll out. News Junior for you later you know they're going to start garage bands and they're going to keep this thing alive long after Dave Grohl and Jack Black have uh, kicked the bucket and let's hope they never do that would be, that would be a sad day actually but it's up to you kids to keep it going. Now, I'm gonna, I've got all the rock headlines for you. Remember, I, I I don't make the rock news. I just report it. All right? So, uh, there you go. There you go. Don't kill the messenger. So, what do you think David Lee Roth, DLR, the former lead singer of Van Halen, the original, the better version of Van Halen. Sorry if you're a Van Hagar fan. All right. Yeah! Uh, but uh, the original, the OG Van Halen, David Lee Roth, DLR. What do you think he recently racked up a $92,000 bill on? <sighs> I-
1: Did he go to that to the with a salt bay? What is that? A steakhouse with the salt bay. Oh. Wait, why are you writing that down? You think you're going
0: to go? No, I just remembered something. Oh. Um, I make notes because I'm a reporter, Matt. i um, I'm Rock's last great reporter. Uh, I'm the, uh, sometimes I, I make notes in the middle of the rock and roll news. Here's because, the thing. I bet it's somewhere ridiculous, like at a uh, Lego store. That's a good guess, actually. David, DLR seems like a guy that was He's would, kind of
2: a nerd. He, People forget that about him, that he's kind of a... He's kind of a nerd that managed to make it in rock and roll. Right. But he's a bit of a dork. Yeah. I no. mean,
3: that...
0: I also think he's awesome. David Lee Roth claims he recently spent... He's this, Now he's going to become your new hero, Chewy.
1: He bought Michael Jackson something, right?
0: David Lee Roth re- claims he recently spent $92,000 paying off his marijuana bill. Wow. To quote the uh, former Van Halen singer and the best Van Halen singer, I smoke every day. He uh, recently reported on a YouTube video. I smoke my body weight. That'd be hard to do, wouldn't it? Really, really. He's only like one, like an ounce is a hefty bag, right? Or like a gallon-sized bag. I don't even know. What would be a if like I had a gallon-sized storage bag that you put leftovers in? How much? How much? For you, way too much. Could you put in there? You could probably fit a. And, and do you pack it lightly, or do, you, or do you? Or do you? How hard is it? Is you it could pack? go. You could go. QP.
1: The buds are nice, but back in the day when we used to get it, you know, straight from uh, Mexican fields, yeah, that's when it was all real compact mm. with the stems and all that. Yeah. He says he spends more
0: than the gross national product of most emerging young African nations. Wow, that's a lot. I wonder if that's a month, a year, a week. And does he have other bills? Because he seems more like a, sorry, I have allergies kind of guy
1: to me. Hmm. Interesting. Well, I mean, you can't do that the rest of your life. You're going to have a stroke or, you know. Yeah. Really? Or salted. Is, is that what you're planning on doing? Or salted meat. He like said. No.
0: He said his bill, Chewy, came from the Silver Lake Dispensary. Do you know that
1: place? Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) <laughs> There's a ton of them. There's... Do you think they overcharge rock stars for stuff? There's like hundreds of dispensaries now in a place.
0: Well, I don't know where Silver Lake is. He goes the ninety-two thousand dollar pot bill. That's got to be a record. That's got to be. He's doing
1: a lot of humble bragging here. Is he? Is he only buying weed, or is it like concentrates and stuff? Well, how does it ninety-two thousand? Good question, Matt. In one year? That wasn't me. Oh, who was that? Who speaks?
0: I don't know. I wasn't listening.
1: Unless he's dealing, I don't know. I don't know either. Dollars.
0: I don't know either. All right, let's move on. I hope he paid it off. Because I don't know what kind of interest the Silver Lake dispensary charges when you go over 90. You know what I'm saying? Billy Joel, remember him? Remember the piano, man? Oh, man, that's right. Remember the guy that's had a residency at the... You uh, to be a big shot, did. big job. Yeah. He's had a residency for years now. He plays, I think, once a month at the Squared Circle, Madison Square Garden in New York, New York. The city's so nice, they named it twice. He was hinting on social media. Well, if fans think he's hinting at new material on the way. And that would be the first time that he has not put out any new material in 17 years. Can you believe that? Uh, yeah. And so there was something on his social media. There was a little scrawled, like, handwritten note, white on black, that said, Have I waited too long? And fans think that's some kind of secret rock and roll message that maybe, I just maybe. I think
2: he meant, has he waited too long to start using minoxidil or something? Definitely. Is that a
0: hair thing? Yeah. Yeah. I need some.
2: He's like me. Samson. He got all his power from his hair,
0: and that's why he hasn't had an album. Right. Well, let's uh, let's hope that there is maybe new music. I don't know how I feel about that. I'm not a huge Billy Joel fan. I respect him. I think his album, The Stranger, is among rock's best. But after that, I don't know. Not for me. Mm. Not for me. And Silly, I still though. have that long-standing bias against rock piano players. Though I will say, Little Richard... He yeah. could play with his feet back yeah. in the day. The back of his heel, that was pretty cool. And he start, He kind of created rock and roll, so I got to give him that. But I think guitar players, and specifically lead guitar players, are what made rock and roll great, what made rock and roll rock and roll. They really are. So you can fight me on that in the comments below. All right. Uh, bon Jovi's debut. Look at all these stories from my stringers when I hit them. They go, st- story no longer available. Like, I wanted to give you the story that Jack Black joined the Foo Fighters on stage for an ACDC cover. Story no longer available. What? There's Son a of story a... about Bon Jovi. Son of a... Story no longer available. Son of a...
1: Because they stole it from someone else, and then that... Maybe they didn't have the they called rights. Them out, yeah. Maybe they didn't have the rights.
0: I'm looking for one more. I'm looking just for one more rock story, and I don't know if we're going to find it. It's there. Uh The Metallica's up for some story not available. What the hell? Sorry. Sorry. What Sorry about, the talk H-E, about a Monday. What the H-E double hockey sticks? Well,
2: you want to move on to like a no, Junior or I'm something? I'm going to find
0: another rock story
2: if it kills me. You, you want to give us the name of the the band rock you went to go see over them. the weekend where they the sound
0: guy couldn't get the sound right? No. I don't know. They could have been local people. I don't know. Maybe they're having a bad day. Well, you, you Maybe they are having, having a bad night. Maybe the sound guy was fighting with his wife or something and didn't care. I don't know. You guys Dolly wanna... Parton oh. celebrated her. This is how far I have to go down the rock and roll rabbit hole before, sad. before I could find a rock story that's No current. offense. We love Dolly. We just It's a rock Monday. I got to tell you, Dolly Parton celebrated her 78th birthday on Friday, January 19th. With a... Did you guys send her a card? Yeah, I, I did. I think it's amazing she finally turned her bust size. Now, even though she just released a Here, like Bob, a what as a boob joke, oh, thank you, Matt. Good You're question. Right. Um, uh, even though she released a multi-disc set of rock covers uh, a couple of months ago, she's still releasing tracks so, that didn't make the record. She did a she released on Friday a stirring track. A stirring rendition of Simon and Garfunkel's Bridge Over Troubled Water. I'd like to hear that because yeah, I don't like think it's great. any more stirring than Roberta Flack's version from The Quiet Fire. If you've ever heard that, that that will make you weep. Stream it after our show and, and write to me at bobsrocknews at gmail.com and tell me if Roberta Flack's cover of Bridge Over Troubled Water didn't bring you to your knees. Gross. That's not what I was thinking, Matt. Oh. Keep your mind out of the gutter. Sorry. All right, it's time for Rock and Roll News Junior. It about to <laughs> Rock and Roll News Junior. Of course, the headlines for the kids on the way to a wet dropout zone. I hope you have your Gross. I hope you have your raincoats <laughs> on today, kids. Your Hello Kitty raincoats because you're gonna get you're gonna get wet. On the way to the dropout zone. But, uh, hey, I want to encourage you to go to school, stay in school, read lots of books, and start a band. Because you're the future of rock and roll. You're also the, little do you know that you're also the future of the NFL. Because thanks to your interest, kids, in football. The letters uh, for today are (laughs) C-T-E. (laughs) <laughs> I see what you did there uh yeah thanks to your participation and your subscriptions to peacock to watch uh Taylor Swift jump up and down uh for her boy her bow what do you call him what do you call a bow now? Uh, your uh, uh a boo a boo is your her boo uh number good old number 87 Kelsey uh, uh uh Travis Kelsey uh anyway I know you were watching last night that sh- the Chiefs were victorious. 27-24 kids. The Chiefs, Taylor's team over uh, over the Buffalo Bills. And what's with Buffalo Bill kickers? Mm. This poor kid did a Buffalo 66 last night. You remember that movie? I remember Buffalo, about Six. Buffalo 66. about the about the, the kicker that whiffed a... a yep, I do. Guess what happened last what? night? A whiffed, a muffed? Deep, late into the fourth quarter, the Buffalo Bills kicker, and I'm not going to, I don't want to embarrass him, the poor kid. He whiffed a kick that would have tied the game and probably thrown it into overtime and caused the uh, Chiefs to win uh, by a three-point margin, 27-24. to 24. And guess what? Good old number 87, kids. This is why I bring you this news. I know it's, it's not technically rock and roll. Travis had two touchdowns last Ooh. night. Two touchdown receptions last night. He was responsible for for uh, twelve of those uh, twenty seven points. So there you go, kids. You got something to celebrate today. With and they had many shots in the. Uh, and I don't even know why Travis's brother Jason was shirtless in the skybox. I don't know what's going. I don't know what's going on up there at that that Kansas City Chiefs skybox. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I don't know either. They should just keep a camera on Taylor and have like the little they double They should screen. just have a box. A, a picture, picture in picture. picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who? Why haven't they thought of that? Because they're dumb. They're not us.
0: And even during the commercials, even during the, uh, even during the uh, nationwide commercials or whatever.
1: See, but that would be a conflict Or the, she doesn't endorse those. Well, de- well she's definitely got during the uh,
0: State Farm commercials because he's in those good old number 87 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. anyway they're going to the next week is uh the semi the the semifinals before the super bowl by this time next next week we'll know the teams going to the super bowl any any predictions there too uh cowboys 21 uh yeah that's not happening. matt 10 uh, All right.
3: 3 to
0: 2 Guys. Cowboys. Where's Dr. Hot Dog when you need him? Alright, it's time for the rock and roll news salute. We gotta go to we've got to go to the Bob's Rock News at, at gmail.com, the, the mailbag for this one. Now I can't read the whole email. I'll share it with you. You two knuckleheads off the air because you gotta hear the whole thing. All right. But uh, this shout out goes to don't don't play the salute yet. This goes out to a guy named Wesley who sent me an email with the title. I don't think you guys are ready for this. Okay. All right. Tesla Dan can go F of a Hey, I got the same email. (laughs) Yours has more in it? (laughs) I've got the whole email. Uh, Wesley, I got to give you a salute for that bold gesture. Uh, Boy, I don't know why you got beef with Tesla Dan, but I'm going to read that to the boys during the break. You sure did say Matt Bearden? All right, sing us out. All right. All right, it's a slow start to rock and roll. You found your you found your legs. I, I, I guess the musicians took a three-day week. Is today a Monday holiday? It's Monday. Yeah, what's going on? Where are all the rock and roll news stories today? Hey, send them to me at bobsrocknews at gmail.com or your salute or whatever. I'm, uh, I'll tell you what. I don't know what to say. I'm a little disillusioned with rock and roll today, but I'll find my legs. Don't worry. Rock and roll saved my life back in 1971. It can save it again. It better hurry up, though. It better hurry up. It better wing its way over here. All right. All right. Uh, can I ask a favor, Bob? Yeah. Will you read us the
2: letter from Wesley? No. What do you mean, no? Well, say? Let me he see, bad let me about see about
1: about if I can paraphrase What could anyone it? say bad about Tesla Yeah, Gale? what do you
0: mean? You, well, I don't want
1: to start Send it, some it to kind me and of, I'll read
0: it. I don't want to start some kind of turf war. Well, nobody knows who Wesley is, right? I didn't do his last name, right? So, what do what you start? You right, want to send it, it to me, and I'll up. read it. No, I'm calling it up.
2: Drama and conflict are very good in the radio business. Okay, here we go. Uh, you, I told you about that guy who. Please wrote share into,
0: with Matt and Chewy. Perfect.
2: I told you about the guy who, uh, who wrote into 101x when Spencer, oh, yeah, Sad Squatch was over there. Yeah, yeah. He he. I he said something one day. I don't remember what it was. And a guy wrote in and said. Uh, if you want a real guy on radio, I'm happy to audition anytime. Who said that? There's some guy that was oh, just wow. listen drive by listener. So, Eek. so CJ set him up, and CJ wrote him back and said, "Hi, hey, I'm the, I'm in charge of hiring. I'm the I'm the person in charge for jobs on the radio or something. I don't remember." And he said, "I'd like to audition you," and he got the guy to call up mm-hmm. to audition. Oh, up. the guy was fantastic. Oh, was he really yeah. good? He what was, are we going to do up with being Spencer really now? Good. I don't know, but it was it was such an awesome backfire because you know, generally, you know, a guy he was like, "Well, here's the deal: I'm going to want you to connect these two songs and and lead in from one to the other," and he nailed them, and I was like, "Uh oh, this is really backfiring." Yeah. Usually, and instead, we were like, we just looked over at Spencer and like, put your stuff in a box. You got to go.
3: Sorry, <laughs> right, bud. The
0: kid was right. <laughs> All right. That's, all right. So that story aside. I, I don't mind, I guess, telling you guys about this on the air because Wesley did ask me to share it with you. He didn't say when and where. Right. So, first of all, he thanks us for congratulating us on our awards. Of hey. Course. Which is always a great way to start and a letter. You know what?
2: I've noticed a lot of callers as of late. I guess it's a real what have we done for you lately. What have we won for you lately. But we have not been hearing a lot of congratulations so on your
0: awards. I guess recently someone named Dan may have um, you mean, shamed you for using the for using GD uh, on the radio. Yeah. Was that yeah. last week or two weeks ago? I think it was maybe two weeks ago.
2: Uh, Garlic Dan, see that's the that's that's the stroke.
0: Okay, Garlic Dan,
2: yeah, because that's not his name at all, and I know well, that. Well,
0: we're not using his real. We're protecting the innocent.
2: But here. I saw the word Tesla. I see the word, but if something else comes
0: out. Uh, Garlic Dan. Hybrid Dan. Please don't let the person in question, who I'm not going to say his name. Who? Tesla Dan? Tell Matt that the use of GD, and he spelled it out, but I'm not going to say that because we got kids on the way to the dropout zone, has anything to do with how his life is going, good or bad. Do you remember the actual statement?
2: Uh, No. He just, he said, and I know that also even like our program director has asked that I watch my use on that. It has become a... And I know that for some people, it has a different meaning than it has for me. Mm-hmm. Which for me, it
0: just has. It means good... I have to say three Hail Marys every time right. I say it. I don't. Is it Hail Marys or Hail Marys? Hail Marys. Just I don't have a... the same beliefs. I don't
2: believe that uh, that a words right.
0: I words feel can like, hurt. I
2: feel like a being that has created the entire universe as other worries. I think he's a benevolent language. god, not
0: a not a, a spiteful, vengeful god
2: well then you may want to reread the bible oh i know that you may that's what want to re-read that's one of the, the great bible, mysteries okay, that's one of the great
0: mysteries of religion it's just like this guy's supposed to be peace and love he's did a he lot of smoking and down. smiting right? he'll strike you down dead yeah
2: he eliminated a whole lot of yeah he, he's eventual vengeful
0: yeah he seems
1: reasonable
2: well i feel like like a lot of parents He's a much better parent now later in his life. Like when he was, when God was a new parent.
0: Maybe maybe he went to therapy. Well, who would give God therapy though? I
1: don't know. But having the same hell for, you know, pedophiles and then me for eating too much, I just don't think No, that's I think right. there's
0: different compartments. I think there's different tiers. When you think about it, pedophiles really are just eating too they much. They just
1: overindulge. <laughs> yeah, it's really all, right. all the same I don't thing. know if
0: I should continue. Now, yeah, it, you now should. it gets really, like, okay. personal. Okay, because oh, he said— he I don't said, feel like that's fair. He
2: said Tesla Dan shouldn't—can't judge whether something's going— though, So maybe he said so it's, it's something's going bad in my life and that's why I'm cursing so much. i got to be honest with you. I, I'm not sure that he's completely off there, but but life seems good for me these days. I might, think sometimes I'm a little stressed because there's a lot going on with my 12-week my year right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> so Je- Jennifer,
0: my wife, just texted me, and she said, she remembers, she said, Dan, well, not, I'm, I'm sorry, not Dan, somebody, Van. We'll just call him Van. Stan, okay. We'll call him Rivian Van. Oh, I
1: like that. Okay.
0: From now on, Are you we refer- I like that you're writing things down this year. Rivian Van, okay? Rivian Van said, if you use GD, then you're not going to get blessings. Oh, okay. Okay. And now, if you I don't know say why your wife you- leaned into that. Well, yeah, she's she comes from a very pious religious
1: family. Checks. What's yeah. the conversion rate of blessings? How much does that get me in American I don't dollars? I don't know. I don't know. He didn't
0: specify. Anyway, uh, he said uh, in, inflation's messed that up, uh, too. God, I can't read the rest of this. I'll let you read no, it if you want. No, read I it. I can oh,
1: I have it right you here. You just turned off your own microphone? Yeah, I got excited.
0: Don't read.
2: Hey, I, why, how, how come I haven't seen
1: this letter? Please don't let Dan tell... You don't have an email address you give out. Please don't let Dan tell Matt... No, wait. Not use the name. Please don't let... Van and Van, tell Matt that the use of GD has anything to do with how his life is going, good or bad. Dan has money, and that is it. No class, no morals. (laughs) With all the babies, told you got brutal. No class, no morals. With all the babies, he is putting in these pay to date girls. (laughs) That's brutal. Matt, stop. Please tell him to go f himself next time he is trying to pass judgment about the use. Of GD words. <laughs> I know you will do whatever you want in regards to Van, but would rather hear you push his buttons than to let him air his toxic opinions. Dude is gross. Hell yeah. Thank you, Anonymous.
0: Thank you, now, Anonymous. We do not <laughs> <laughs> endorse. That, that, is, that, is, geez, that is so, the, so good. Dude. He didn't say, is, anything or the, say anything secret. He didn't reveal anything. That is anything. the view of what he put it all together in one, <laughs> in one email. email. Bob, you might <laughs> think you some think... of those things individually sometimes, but not. I've never seen anybody condense it.
1: Really broke Tesla van. I mean, Rivian, Rivian, Rivian
3: van.
2: Bob, why are you? First of all, because I do I, you think any of our listeners don't? Know, I mean this is the joy of Rivian van, <laughs> and why we have him on <laughs> air all the time is that he does have an. I will just say that the, a different way of looking at the world and
0: life. That the that that the words expressed by Wesley do not necessarily necessarily reflect the feelings of the show. The thoughts and opinions and feelings of, of Mornings with Matt and Bob powered by Chewy or its parent company. Yeah, and the oh, and Wesley their the, parent company. The reason Bob feels
2: like that is because he also had kids out of wedlock. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
3: got you good Yeah, but baby. I didn't pay to See date. In hell.
0: What do you mean you didn't pay to date? Oh. I didn't pay to date. You didn't Oh, Jennifer paid? No, he's implying that.
2: Were you paying on the dates when you went out with Jennifer?
1: Yeah, but that's Did not you the same. have did you have a baby out of wedlock? When did she start paying?
2: Do you have an electric car? Yeah, There's no light between you and I a, didn't an electric van. No,
0: but I think I didn't pay a pimp. I think that's what this guy's about. Oh, you went direct to consumer. <laughs> Farmed a table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Farmed a uh, <laughs> hand to mouth I don't That's not a lot we can't agree no class no morals uh, th- th- uh, it does
0: not reflect it does not necessarily hey, reflect babies he's putting the, in pay to date show.
2: Hey, I agree with all those things the only thing that's ever changed for me is I took this ride across town with him and learned that he's a very kind gentle
1: Soul, it he's changed,
2: up his soul. It his 100% changed my mind about him. I used to just like, I could not, it just would drive me crazy when he called. And then I realized, look, I there's no part of me that wants to live Rivian Van's life, but I realized, oh, he really is a caring and kind person in my long ride with him and chatting with him.
1: Before you judge him, uh, Wes, uh, I, I think you really just have to put yourself in his position. Think about it, he doesn't have any. Kids, I don't think. So this is his first child. I think he's a man that is fitting a lot of life in before it all. Yeah, well, but instead of fitting it away. into
2: one place, he's fitting
0: it into
1: six <laughs> or seven and, places. And it might impede <laughs> in some other places. So. Well, Rivian, <laughs> and,
0: Rivian, Van, uh, you, we will offer you equal time to talk about Wesley.
1: <laughs> we'll you, give you half the time. We talked want. about this for ten minutes. I'm not giving. <laughs> I'm not giving man ten.
0: So, uh, you, know, you know the name. Look up the number, Rivian Van, if you want to uh, counterpoint or whatever they call that. If you want to challenge Wesley's Wesley's beliefs.
1: All right. I don't want to see y'all fight. I, I think By the way, this is not Airco Wes. Multiple life, lifestyles. This was
0: not. Uh, this is not. This is not that. But let me tell you about coming it. Coming up a little
2: later in the morning, just real quick, let people know that uh, Tom Gimbel is uh, one of the founders of Hi How Are You Project. He'll be in here telling us because today is Hi How Are You Day. We'll chat more about that coming up with it. And someone big is back in the headlines. A former Austinite. Is oh yeah, back I sent that to you guys. Yeah, we'll you talk may about, have seen it. we'll it's talk about all those true. things come up here in just a second. Damn,
4: boy. Lean in now for some
3: Damn he's a thick ass ball.
2: thick headline. It is 750 esque, it's time to get you your Austin area headlines. As I mentioned before, today is Hi, how are you day? It's a day to look after each other and your own mental health. The uh, whole thing was spurred by the uh, life and times of one Daniel Johnson. If you are newer to the city, and I know about 50% of you are, you're maybe, maybe you're not familiar with Daniel Johnson. And he was uh, Because I don't think he ever achieved the uh, maybe the, the fame that some other musicians did, but he certainly inspired musicians that you love and adore. Mm-hmm. And you're probably familiar with the uh, Jeremiah the Peace Frog. Jeremiah the...
1: Jeremiah. No, it's
2: Jeremiah the Wise. Jeremiah the... He has his own special name. But the uh, strange-eyed frog on the drag that says, hi, how are you? That was a painting by the artist and musician Daniel Johnson. Anyway, it's a day just to remind you to ask uh, people around you, hey, how are you? Because a lot of times people can be suffering in silence. And uh, the the nicest and easiest way to get a conversation started with somebody doesn't have to even be heavy. It's just good for people to know that other people are interested in them and looking out for them. So maybe take the time today. When you go to the office, even if you're a dude, I know dudes, we're not good with intimacy and stuff like that. You don't want to ask another guy. You just want to go, hey, man, you see that game last night? Yeah. Yeah. But occasionally you can go, hey, Jack, man, how you been lately? You been okay? I did. I, yeah, just checking. Just if you ever anything you talk talking about. Yeah, you know, hey. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's crush a beard. It could be that simple. And uh, we'll talk a- later with uh, one of the founders of Hi, How Are You? I think it's a great movement. Uh, that would be coming up later in the morning. Now, some bad news for the Austin area, and that is that the feds have gotten involved. So, you know those highway signs that are light up with orange dots? Mm-hmm. And they say stuff, and they've been making them clever with, like, zombies up ahead. Slow down, zombies up ahead. Yeah, yeah
1: those are fun.
2: They are fun, right? Horns up, phones down, they've been saying, things Lobby. like that. Yeah. Um, Good the Federal message. Highway Administration says, no more funny messages on your signs, Austin area. Highway administration officials say this type of wording on the road could adversely affect respect for the sign. Oh, could you be more boring in your life? Could you suck any
0: harder? But that means we're not respected.
2: The we use administration humor. officials say that they should avoid the use of humor and pop culture references in changeable message signs that may confuse or distract drivers.
0: So just threaten. Maybe if you threaten people more in those messages. Officials
2: say messages should be simple, direct, brief, legible, and clear. You know, the ones that we ignore. Can
1: we keep click it or ticket?
2: No, that probably has to go away, too. Well, what about... Um, Don't mess
1: with Texas is the best.
2: DWI, you can't afford it. Ah, it's a, see, it's a double meaning there, so they probably have to get rid of that one too. The administration says messaging with obscure or secondary meanings should be uh, should be done away with.
0: Yeah, but how is how is that any different than any other form of marketing where you would use it's not slogans or something that's catchy to kind of stick? How is it?
1: It is marketing, right? Right. Am I right? Even, yeah. You're correct.
0: Hmm. I don't know. I disagree. I are are they saying
1: that people are just too dumb to understand some of these slogans? It's, how does it make it. Are there are there people not eating tricks because it's for kids?
2: Yes, there are. How many times have people not get that we what we're Why doing is so humor dumb? in here? Why and are they, they so dumb.
3: know. how knows. many
1: times
2: do we get angry letters because when we when we do the hey, you know what I think I'm gonna do? I think you know women don't even deserve to be in the workplace. So I I, th- I don't understand.
1: Colin, why are y'all so
2: good? You know what? More strip clubs should just have guys stripping because we shouldn't have women shouldn't be allowed in the workplace. When I, like we'll do stuff like that. And I think the majority of people understand that that's that that was being us being ridiculous. And someone will write up and go, I think it's disgusting that you would suggest that women shouldn't be in
0: the workplace. Mm-hmm. I am, however, in favor of there being more men at strip clubs. Mm. I'll say where it backfires too. When I go to McDonald's and this happened twice in like a two-week period. Yeah. Both times. Just want a cone. Do they give you ice cream? Our machine's broken. Oh, well, I'm not loving it. You know what I'm saying. I'm not loving it. Can I say something to you? Why do they even just take it off the menu, McDonald's? How does How does Wendy's? How do I mean? How does uh, How does Chick fil A always manage to have a cone? It's a different company. Twenty four hours a day, except on Sunday. Different machine. How How are they? Different company. How are they able to pump out? Because who does Jesus love yeah. all the time? Who does Jesus and love? And McDonald's, no matter what. I, I get it. Late at night, maybe, they're cleaning the machine. Why are you going to McDonald's for a cone?
2: Because the McDonald's people are going to... cheap. Them. It's like a quarter You're a grown man sucking on an ice cream cone outside a Tasty Freeze? <laughs> is there no, not, is there no Dairy Queens where you live? Mm-mm. That's not true. That can't be true. Dairy Queen is a much better cone. I don't think there's a Dairy Queen within
0: 30 miles of where I live damn. I'd probably have to go to like Marble Falls or something. Okay. So you don't live in Texas? I do. But there's not one in Lakeway. There's not one in uh... That's what not one I hate it. about Lakeway! There's not, there's not one in uh, Westlake Hills. There's not one in That's UK. what I hate I about, about Westlake Hills! Hill. I don't even know if there's one in Drip.
2: I, you're f- absolutely. There is no possible way whatsoever that there's no Dairy Queen yeah, in Dripping, Dripping Springs. Dripping Springs
1: probably has two. That doesn't
2: even make sense. I'm going to put it in right now. Dripping. The only
1: Springs, one rings. They probably have a good Dairy one and a Queen. bad one.
0: I think you got to go way out, man. I mean, we do. But that only would still be a haul. T- that would still be like a 15, 20 mile haul. We hall. got three
2: here. The Dairy Queen
0: in Dripping Springs, four hundred
2: three Highway two
0: ninety. <laughs> okay, but that's not near me.
1: How far is that from you?
0: Have, it depends if I take the country roads. How close do you the want pro- the
1: Dairy Queen before you go?
0: Well, he's the one saying they're like, he's making it, making it sound like they're on every street I got to drive
1: to Burnett Road over here. Yeah. Actually, there's three Dairy Queens. Yeah, there's
0: one right over here on
1: Maynard. Here, I'll put it in my... But there's the one over here that does chicken and dumplings on North Lamar.
2: Now here's where I feel bad for you. I bet you. I bet you're nowhere near a uh, a Mayfield Dairy. Dairy Queen, and they're the they're the best.
1: I don't know if I've had
2: more locations. I'm pulling up all the Dairy Queen locations now. We'll get back to your news in a second, everybody. But Bob's lost his GD mind.
1: And then the one in Round Rock is classic for me. Because
2: all right, this is taking too long. Somebody look it up. Find out if there's one uh, out there somewhere. Oh,
1: here we go. Let me turn the mic on the intern, Alex. Oh yeah,
3: he, yeah, yeah. I see
5: fact oh, finding hey.
2: oh hey
3: oh,
5: oh folks uh
3: <laughs> there is a
5: there is a dripping spring Dairy queen
2: well no we know that we're okay, looking yeah. for one maybe in the uh in the area of um bee cave or lakeway would you okay. look at that while I read the next? Right. I really report? like
1: that he addressed the folks before.
2: He, I yeah. do, too. He's very uh, he's down to earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, Central Texas, uh, tons of closures around Austin, at least 29 low water crossings. If you have one of those fancy houses where you get to go through the wa- low water crossings, like you live in some kind of puzzle. You know they always take those images of low water crossings mm-hmm. and they make a puzzle out of them? Oh, yeah. Anyway, Round Rock, Cedar Park, Austin, Kyle, San Marcos, Travis County, Williamson County, Hayes County, Fayette County. All around there are road closures we have received, I think, somewhere in the uh, realm of five inches of rain overnight. There'll be more as well. So heads up, road closures going on. Uh, now you know that fact. Now back to uh, Alex. Alex, say hello to oh, yeah. the folks.
3: Hello oh,
5: again, folks. Uh, okay, so it says uh, one on Ranch Road, 620 North. That's
0: temporary, temporarily closed, by the way. Yeah. Why is it temporarily closed? I, I don't know. Because nobody would go there? Because they were all just like, yeah, they were like, this doesn't even exist. Who's going to go to there? And Come it's 11.8 11, 11. miles from my house. So okay. So it's not exactly fast food then. Oh,
5: yeah. He no, can get it to Grubhub. Go. <laughs>
0: Sorry. Hey, you're gonna to
5: have
2: to use the microphone, Alex. Sorry. It's an important part of radio.
5: Yeah, no worries. Okay, Dripping Springs is the one that's temporarily closed, and I think the Ranch Road one is just closed right now. It opens at 10 a.m. It opens at 10 a.m. Boom Bob.
1: in your face, bitch! Temporarily closed. They have to close to reset everything. Hey, Alex,
2: can I ask you for a favor? Oh, sure. It may be a little uncomfortable for you, but will you will what? you call Bob a bitch? Oh,
5: Bob, you're a bitch.
3: <laughs> Without
1: hesitation, I can't believe it. He made you know, an enemy. You know
0: I hire a <laughs> fire on this. He made <laughs> an <laughs> enemy immediately. Hey, well, bye it's half the people. by Alex. No. no. Well, wow, we already hey. lost the other one. Hey, no.
1: yeah. Yeah. she quit? I guess it didn't work with her schedule, so.
2: Oh. oh. Right, hang on a second. Oh.
0: Bob. Yes, sir. Are we still friends? Yeah. Okay. I, we, why did you call Alex a bitch? I don't understand. Huh? No. <laughs> I don't know why I did. That's right, Alex.
3: That's yes, no. right.
0: <laughs> he, no, no, no. he was looking right at you, dude. I'm sorry. Folks. Well he's got a lazy eye, man. Oh. That's uncool to do to the the turn. Oh
2: <laughs> OSU frat members have been arrested and charged. Uh, if you guys remember yeah, before get they, them all. If you remember before the OSU game this year, uh, they found a dead longhorn on the lawn of a fraternity.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about that.
2: Uh, guess what? The what? Uh, the four have been arrested.
3: Hmm.
2: There was somebody took a, a longhorn, killed it, and then carved into its side the expletive f.
1: Fs. You know what I mean? Can people still be hung in Texas for that? Can? did you steal someone's livestock, and, yeah, absolutely. Or is that an old wives' tale or something? You know that
2: you know the picture of this guy? <laughs> he was a cattle thief.
3: Damn. That's he why must he was have so stole hung. A few of them. <laughs> That's why he was
2: so hung. <laughs> uh, police arrested Bennett Fady, Luke Ackerley, Brody Shelby, and Andrew King for having the most fraternity names ever.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, there's a OSU fraternity called Alpha Gamma Rho. They were all um, they were all uh,
1: if you're in a frat in 2024, it should be sus. Sorry, it's suspect. That's, that's I'm looking
2: that's, at them, and all four of them look like the villains from 1980s high school movies. Yeah, you I, know mean, what I mean, why
1: do you like? I don't even know. Does that turn I don't know. in today's society? I would think a woman would be repulsed by your basic frat dude in 2024.
2: I still, there's still some people who love the the Greek system. Look at. Uh, don't those look like villains from the 80s movies? You didn't have
1: to tell me they were in a frat.
2: I mean, that really looks like the guys who, from Revenge of the Nerds who picked on the nerds. It's, yeah. so, it's sort of amazing of to me that uh, fraternity members have really never changed their look factory. over the years. Yeah. And finally, in news from around the city. Um. Oh, wait, I can close down the Dairy Queen thing. Oh, we have a we have a floater here, don't we? Hey, Bob, can yeah. you float QC? No, you and then know I'll it. and then I'll tell the people who has returned to the city.
0: You know it.
2: There's oh, been a return man. to the city.
0: Oh, has it so- happened already?
2: Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah, not yet. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know. I got a little kid to it. I mean, you right. sent it to me. I did some research. I also saw some people are very unhappy about it. What? We'll dig into it in just a moment. Three. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. This from uh, KXCN, and it was broke over the weekend. Former police chief Art Acevedo is returning to Austin to work for the city in a new role that has just been created for him, overseeing and advising the police department. The city said it plans to hire Acevedo for the role of interim city manager over APD, which is a role that does not currently Exist, but I don't think he's already been hired higher. This sounds to me like a leak, I believe, is what this is mm. an old fashioned leak. I think it was leaked because there are some people already pushing back against that move and they don't want it. Interim city manager, hey, Zoo boy, we love the term interim, don't we, in this mm-hmm. city?
1: Yeah, well, that's <laughs> it's all like we nobody can get. has a job, that's they're all just, we can get.
2: Yeah. Uh, by the way, we're reporting this. We're interim morning show. Until they find We're the a interim one. morning show, Mornings of Matt and Bob.
0: I thought he was the PD of some town in Illinois or something. No, he was in Aurora, Colorado.
2: But if he did make an announcement over the weekend. I went to go check on this, and he announced that he was leaving Aurora. He made the official announcement that he was leaving Aurora, Colorado. It's which, ski season, which lends more credence to this, because when I first saw it, I thought, "Well, this is a leak. This is the same thing they did with Sabin when they were trying to get rid of Mac Brown."
1: The city needs a hero.
2: In a city, in a city memo to the mayor and the city council, interim city manager Jesus Garza said Acevedo's role will report directly to him. But interim Travis County D.A. Jose Garza, remember, different than Jesus Garza. Jose, they got to be brothers. There can't be more than two Garzas in in Texas. Cousins, at least. Uh, He is voicing concern. He says that the hiring of the former police uh, chief, Art Acevedo, for a newly created position is a slap in the face to sexual assault survivors and other people who were mistreated by police. Those are his words, not mine. Huh. I don't um, even know what that means. Well, was there? there a history? Or what? No, no, no. There's absolutely proof, 100. There were, there are still there are 20 year old rape kits that still haven't been tested that, 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 are, that are at APD. That is. There's true. no denying that whatsoever, and that is a tremendous, tremendous black spot on the the police department. No matter who's running it, you can't have a bunch of evidence kits that have never been tested. Now, for whatever reason, they've never had enough people in there running that department. I can't answer it because that—that's something I'm not a journalist. I don't look into the stuff. I just run my mouth. I know somebody.
1: uh,
2: Shut your mouth, Matt. Shut your mouth. That's going—you're going to open a can of worms if you start talking about that.
1: You are right about the rape kids, though. Ten years ago, I remember talking about that on AM.
2: Yeah. Well, guess what? It's been another ten years. It's
1: never been resolved.
2: (laughs) There were there have been um, court cases brought. uh, Plaintiffs filed a 2021 lawsuit, which alleged that several agencies, including APD failed to properly investigate sexual assaults between 2006 and 2019. And I don't know. I, I don't know the results of that, but I don't know that they could possibly lose because we know for a fact that those weren't tested. It's not just been rape kids. There's other evidence that hasn't been tested as well.
1: I'd imagine if y'all are just leaving those kids behind, there's got to be other. That being said, there is
2: a complete and total impasse right now between the city and APD. APD does not talk to the city, will not talk to the city. And the city, I mean, maybe trying to talk to APD, but the damage is done. And uh, they split the sheets. And that's a dangerous place to be in a city where your police department has zero respect for the city. Which followed up on the thing, the city having zero respect for the police department. Does Mm -hmm. that make sense? Mm -hmm. So, the one thing that uh, Oslobito does have is the gift of gab. And he may be able to help start healing that because he can, he can talk and he can decipher between people. That's, he's a good communicator. Agreed. Even if you hate police, policing and you don't like him, you have to be fair and go, he he does, he has the gift of gab. Hmm. And sometimes when you're having a drink with him, poosh, shut it, man. My God. <laughs> what did you tell you, Bob? Your house smelled like a dog? He didn't like my flat bill hats. Look, <laughs> well, I'm with him on that. I'm with him on that one. Can I have that job? What happened? What's all that dinging? Are we in trouble already? No, 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 no. I get
0: turn off my ringer. Like people ping me when you know, they, oh
2: is everyone already like? I have up?
3: friends
0: that listen now. Who? Acevedo? Oh, well, he may be. I don't know. No.
2: No, I haven't said. I, look, there's there's nothing he I'm saying with me. my mouth that I wouldn't say to other people. Uh, he he left here. He actually got a job at, uh, the, becoming the uh, the chief at, at Houston, and he did a pretty good job there. Yeah. He was there during um, the jo- George Floyd protests, and he was very good about bringing that city together. Went to Miami. He tried to break up some of the grift and graft that was happening in Miami, and the city said, no, 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 no. Well, what are you I'd doing? Because he was just like, oh, there are people on the take There are people in the city on the take from crime, city officials. we got to get rid of that, which I think is a good quality move for a police chief to make. But it turns out that the city officials said, whoa, 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 buddy. And they they got rid of them. There's no Serpicos anymore. They basically just said, hey, everybody in the city is mobbed up, and you can't come in here and do that. So, uh, anyway. I don't know. I'm just not... Does this make everybody nervous because it's policing? Is that what happened in this room? Yeah. It got real quiet all oh, of no, a sudden.
1: Oh, no, because y'all know him? I don't know. Are y'all are scared to criticize anything? I don't know. No, no, no. I've, I look. Uh, I just don't been know what, here, what's going to change or what is going to do.
2: And I, have, I think, have a good working relationship. I don't know if he likes me, but I, I, I've had good conversations with him, and I've been very open, and I've spoken to him. He disagrees with my, some of my takes on policing, and he has more expertise. I have to defer to that, but mm-hmm. I still think that police have been put in an unwinnable situation by training every new cadet that they are that everyone's out to get them. I think it puts police too much on edge and it doesn't allow them to do their jobs. I've said that before. Well, I, th- and I think that's what it has increased a lot of the violence between police and uh, and citizens. And, and I, I I say that because I want to look I have I have friends. Friends from high school, friends from college who went on to work in law enforcement. And I know them to be good people.
1: You weren't a wire? i think I think. I'm
0: not answering that question. <laughs> the bananas are in the cage. That's what his wife calls it, a wire. <laughs>
1: I, I just think, just pay the police more where they can live in Austin communities and be a part of the community. That's the difference between having just some militant law enforcement that comes in from whatever town they live in into this town. And there's that detachment from, I guess, yeah. civilian to police. Yeah. But when there's a couple living in your neighborhood and you know them and they visit the coffee shops that you're in, they visit all of these different places. The
2: police aren't paid enough to live inside the city exactly. and visit any so we of the coffee shops. Nobody can know any of the police in this city. We also have a. this oh boy boy I hate sometimes using my mouth. We also have a, a police union and I understand that the police union's job, they are hired to protect other officers. But I'm not sure that protect at all costs, no matter the situation, has benefited the current people who are employed by APD. There's been kind of an attitude, and we've had it here. Well, we've spoken out, and we've had police chiefs go, hey, we'd love to come, set the record straight. And they come in here, and they're very friendly. We've also had people from the the union who've been like, shut your mouths, and and have been kind of rude and tough guy about it. And that old kind of tough guy cop thing, I don't think— doesn't work. really fly anymore. <laughs> doesn't fly for people anymore, especially. Go ahead. we well, uh, my day. We saw a ton of people who would have been always like, support the police, support the police, support the police. We saw them start to waver when things started going on. And like, wait a minute, why are police using batons? And that's what I'm saying. I think some people see that and go, well, everybody who's on a, a, everybody who's on law enforcement is an a-hole. I, I just really don't believe that. I think what's happened is people have been trained. Hey, everyone's out to get you. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not to protect or serve; it's to protect yourself, and you got to keep them in line. And once you have that kind of policing, it's never going to do well for anybody. And I learned that from the Robin Hood cartoon, where Robin Hood's a fox, yeah, and then all the police are like rhino- rhinoceroses. <laughs> that's and that's what you got to learn. That's that a lesson is a good there.
1: One. Yeah. But now we're starting to get some Gen Zers in there, probably applying and. I don't know.
2: Well, I also don't know if I want Gen Z cops.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't want that. I want a
2: cop wearing a scarf in the summertime. I don't know how I feel about that
1: because I don't know if you know. Gen Zers are wild right now on the scale of. I'll Either explore, political uh, correctness or right, like, explore,
2: exploring the world. I mean, you, everybody in their youth should be able to explore the world, and you, old people should shut the F up about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You don't, sure. have to tell, you don't have to tell a bunch of Gen Zers why they're wrong. You don't have to get in their face and go, I'll tell you what, here's what you need to do. You need to get a job. I actually have three jobs. It's the only way I can afford an apartment, sir.
1: As a dude that's getting old, Because you won't
2: know. retire. You're Because you're seven and you won't retire. Is that so, called gen splaining, by, yeah, mm-hmm. by the way? Yeah, gen splaining, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. I know you I know you're itching. I see your finger eager, over there. I'm because I
1: don't know. It's a Brenda.
2: What's up, Brenda? Hey. hey, Brenda, how are you?
3: Hey, what's up? This is actually David and Brenda. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi how God. are you all? Okay, a couple.
1: Good morning. Hey, good morning. Good morning. What can we do for you?
3: Well, it is hilarious. You're going to have a
1: blast on this, but last time I talked to you, man, you all were so cool and I actually won some tickets.
3: But I was so we were talking and we were so excited whatever. I forgot what what they were for.
2: That's embarrassing. That's good, this is a good call. I'm glad you took it's this It's
3: embarrassing, way. but hey, it's a good excuse
0: to talk to you again.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, it is. Uh, I I don't know. Should we do this on air, or do you if think you this is the best
0: way? If you were smart, just pick a band, and maybe that's I, would, I Here's the thing. The tickets we give out on the radio are good for
2: anything. Go to anything you want to. Just let them know just you want. Just
1: walk in. Say, hey, I, yeah. I, I want tickets. Say, this is Brenda
0: and the other guy. Uh, so how about
3: the Tesla tickets?
2: Is that like, what you won tickets okay. to? Yeah, well, they're
3: friends the- of mine.
1: Why can't they get you in? Yeah. Well, I've well, talked to them lately. In you know, I,
3: I found California about, I don't know, seven years ago.
1: Mm, is this uh, before you met uh, David?
3: <laughs> no. God, I've known David since I was 20
5: <laughs> when I was in Houston at Xerox.
1: Oh, that's right. Y'all are like a radio call. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you have all right, to call y'all should know this is bad radio, then, if y'all have yeah. been in radio. Uh,
2: after 10 a.m., call 832-4000 <laughs> and ask to speak to prizing, and they'll find out what you want, okay?
0: Um, it's no big deal. He just wanted He forgot.
1: And we just wanted to call and say hi. Oh, okay. Oh, hi. Well, hi. hello. How Salutations.
0: I'm getting ready for work. So y'all have an amazing day. We will. Thank
1: you, you Thank too, you. Brenda. It's good to hear from you. Put some panties on. Mm-hmm. Call in whenever. Yeah. Radio professionals. Thank yeah. you, one day. Go in the air. Absolutely. Uh, I didn't walk. hear what that was, but yeah. I'm there. <laughs> Thank
0: you.
2: Uh, interim DA Jose Garza just said uh, that phone call worse for the city than bringing back uh, Art Acevedo. Wow. wow.
1: I'm glad he listens.
2: And he said, if you don't believe me, ask my cuz Jesus Garza, who's the interim... Uh, don't what? believe him, ask
0: Chewy, who is currently who just got named Interim. Interim. Yeah. Interim producer. What's up, I just told I just keep waiting for every time the phone rings, I'm going, I wish that's Rivian, Rivian Van. He's in the shower. Defending he listens to himself. us
1: only in the shower, so. He's still in there. My good friends. Um uh,
2: This is, by the way, this is Mornings with Matt and Bob, and we're powered by Chewy, and we are on 93.7 KLBJ FM. I have to remind myself that, since I couldn't answer those questions last night when somebody asked me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Do what I do, just wear the t-shirt and then look down, but then sometimes you read it backwards. I ran into what was a bit of a celebrity
2: for me, and I choked when trying to talk to him. Really, really pulled a a move. It's amazing Uh, you can work with me every day. That. Well,
3: <laughs> I can.
0: <laughs> I
2: see what I did there. Yeah, I did. Now, I have a question for you because I want to know how. Y- you said that you had some problems with the concert that you went to. But other than that, how was your weekend? I'm asking you for a specific reason. Just uh, uh,
0: okay, fine, bad, it wasn't bad. Spent some time with my dad. You got to spend some quality time okay. with my dad. And then. uh...
2: The reason I ask is it, that it.
0: yesterday, uh, Friday, I call it yesterday. I don't consider weekends to be days
2: anymore. It's just work, work, work. One, yeah. But on Friday, when we were in the, off, in the office here, we were kind of packing up. Show had ended. Mics were off. We're in here and we do work. We're here usually until about 11, 1130, something like that, doing work. And then we'll go to lunch if we can. And you got a phone call from your wife. And your wife was asking you about some stuff about your son's contest. And you were like, well, how did he know? Well, what do you know? And I could hear that you guys were kind of having a hard time communicating.
0: Yeah, I don't remember the... I remember, you know, we were trying to get him... Yeah. But I don't remember specifically. Can you... Okay, do you remember the part where you thought you had hung up? Oh, yeah, 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 and yeah. And
2: you yeah. said, you go, Jesus Christ, don't get married, guys. Don't get married. And then you look down at your phone and you realize... You said, that
1: truly don't get married. Yeah, <laughs> He's already he said, married. You said,
2: don't get married. Don't get married. truly don't get married. Yeah, And you look down and you realize and you go...
1: I thought she was uh, wait, tasking here,
2: me with here's something. Here's what he goes. He goes, don't get married. Don't get married. And when we all watched him look at his phone, and then he picked it back up to his ear, and he goes, uh, hello? And then we started laughing when we realized that he hadn't hung up the phone, and she was on speaker. That was intentional. And he, No, I don't think it was intentional. There's no part of me that thinks it was intentional. Now, I think it was awesome, and it's I felt for you. It's even worse if it was intentional, yeah, though. You thought you had hung up, and you go, don't get married, Chewie. Don't get married. Instead, what you did That's is you said it, that,
0: and your wife heard it, and then you go hello, and she goes, "Yes, I'm still here. <laughs> Am I the only one that misses the physical button on the iPhone?" I think that we got to get <laughs> yeah. you one of those. What's the phone for? Oh, what's the phone for old people that just With has the like big a two numbers? buttons on it? Oh, yeah. yeah, what's that yeah. thing called? I don't know. The I don't Beetle know. phone
2: or something? I
0: don't know. Cricket phone? I don't know. It's got a name. The Jitter Jitter phone? <laughs> we got to get you one of those, dude, so that you can know when you hang up. Oh, she knows I'm not serious. How did she, how I
3: don't
1: did she, know, but I've I've heard that from still good pretty advice, much though. every single married man that I've ever advice. come across. Like, I she was throwing. If y'all a bunch could explain that? I don't know why every single married man is. I thought she, she was throwing
0: that. a bunch of tasks on me. I don't remember exactly what what caused me to have that reaction, when we hung up. But I don't I don't remember. It was but, so good, dude. It was yeah. so good. I, you were
1: joking, though, right? I stand by it, though. <laughs> Because I was going to say, I when I hear by my men statement. say it to me, and I, every, every married man I've heard say, uh it seems like they're only half joking. Yeah.
0: So. yeah. But the other half of them is
1: delighted. Absolutely.
0: I just did that for you guys, like, to show, you know. Thank you. You know what I mean? Yeah. But if you guys were, if it was just me in the car by myself, I would have been like, yes, honey.
1: But your situation is nice because you have like, you got like a part time wife. What do you mean? She's always out on business and stuff. Yeah. And I think I could deal with that.
0: You know? Yeah, she didn't travel as much as she used to, but it, it goes in spurts. She, she, oh, she's there's definitely in the, spurts when she's on she's, those business trips. <laughs> she's, heading dude. The, she's heading in the travel <laughs> season. I got them good. In fact, she goes, she goes, I were out with friends at the concert the other night. And we're driving, we're driving to the show and she goes, oh, by the way, she goes, I can't remember how she phrased it. Was she driving or are you driving? She has to do a work meeting. You were in the back in a booster, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's too tight. (laughs) The harness is too tight. Mama, who's next? (laughs) Cheerios. Um, She has on the, on the two days that we have, that we're going to Vegas to go to the Sphere. Yeah. Turns out she's got a business trip in Vegas <laughs> on those same two days. So she goes, uh, that afternoon before the show, I have to go to a meeting at the whatever. That's perfect. You can get a prostitute at that time then. Well, That's pretty
1: solid. Like I said, you have a part-time wife. That, yeah. I don't know why you don't like that.
2: It's funny that he always denies everything and then explains to you why you're right. You know what I mean? I Anytime don't... you criticize him about something, he goes, no. thinking it's going to be different. And you go, hey, dude, you got... you got uh,
0: we're literally only there for, like,
2: hours. You go, hey, dude, you got, you got two fireplaces in your house. And he goes, no, no, there is a fireplace in the living room, and then there's one in, like, the sitting room. <laughs> but they're not all over the house. They're close by. They share a chimney. Like, he'll do something like that. And you go, you just confirmed that you have two fireplaces.
1: Men would love if their wife had to go to some business meeting for a few hours while they spend money on blackjack.
0: Yeah, maybe. Maybe it would be a blessing and decides. But I know what, what I have to do with my wife, and I know she's listening right now. Oh, no. But you have to add whatever time she gives you.
1: I'll marry you, Jeff.
0: If she says I'll be home, like I gotta go, I got a hair appointment or whatever, Mm -hmm. I won't marry you. I'll I'll be home. (laughs) I'll be home at. I'll be home at five o'clock.
1: Oh, that's seven thirty. That's nine. That's maybe ten. Wow, that's too crazy. Yeah, two hours. You know what I I mean? But I mean, always how many rounds
2: is she doing with this dude? (laughs) Dude, I I I always,
0: I always have to.
2: My God, this guy must be way younger to be
0: able to have that kind of staying power. I have, I have. What do they call that? Recourse, rego? You know what I mean? I always have to add two hours, and I tell other people, you got to add two hours. If she's given you a commitment, add two hours. I can't explain it. She's got to add two hours. So if she tells me, oh yeah, my my thing, I'll I'll meet up with you, you know. Before the show, like at five o'clock, because dinner or whatever. No, nah, you're not gonna. It's no way it's gonna happen. Not especially gonna happen. with the, especially with the the amount of ground that you have to cover in Vegas. It's not get. It's not easy to get from point A to point B in Vegas no. all the time. It's
1: gonna take ten minutes no matter what. There's
0: always a
2: lot yeah. of walking. A lot. There are of, no. There are no cabs. There's no Ubers. There's no like monorail. There's
1: still, nothing. There's, there's no yeah, way but to get around. But if you're taking a cab, then you're going further away, and so it's. It's going to be 10 minutes.
0: But I'm saying, even if you, once you get into like, especially like the MGM or something like that, when you hit the front door, you could walk, out, you could walk for 10 minutes and still not get to the end of the casino. You know what I mean? Right. But you're mm-hmm. going to be you're hanging, still not at the elevators yet. You're
2: going to be hanging literally in the middle of the strip at the Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill, which is directly in the middle of the strip. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'll be throwing them back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll, drinking those beers for your horses.
0: Yeah. From a red solo cup, mm. I'll be I'll be throwing them back, and listening to some. Will they play Eric Church in Toby Keith's place, or is it all Toby Keith? I don't know. Uh, I hear they. I hear as long as it as long as the music sucks,
2: they'll play it. Aww. I'm not going to Toby Keith.
0: I'm going to the Sphere to see you too. Well, wait, way to stay on brand. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's why I stay at the link. It has everything I need.
0: I don't even know what hotel I have booked, and I don't even know. Uh, well, I'm glad things have worked out with your wife. Yeah.
1: I need a trip bad, but I need, like, a second job to do that.
2: Yeah. Um, We've got uh, some happy birthdays to say. Uh, one is to Chuck here. who's turning. Can we say how old he's turning? No, I wouldn't. 30, Chuck, 30, our 35. engineer. Chuck, our engineer, his birthday is today. And then also we just got news that uh, Sherman, Dreadnought. Two metalheads. Two huge metalheads. And uh, this actually goes out to both of them. Uh, we want to play a little special happy song Happy birthday. For
1: them. Lydia uh, says she loves you, Chuck. I mean, uh, not Chuck. That's the other one, Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> well, she might love both of you, but she's only giving Sherman that special. That's right, special present. Well,
2: today. As you all know, that Sherman the metalhead. Giant, what's he like six foot eight black dude who yeah. loves metal and scary looking? And he's
1: just made of bricks or something. Yeah, a solid guy.
2: Well, his favorite band is the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Can't he get enough of them. Cannot get enough In of In fact, him. he hopes they'll go to the sphere. Yeah, that's why we wanted to play a little for him.
1: Woo! Happy birthday, to Feel you, it, baby. Happy birthday.
2: We're coming right back. We're doing a little intern. We're gonna get to I mean, we're gonna do an interview. We're gonna get to know Alex the intern. I'm Alex the intern. i All right, ready him up there. Chewie's in yeah. charge of interns uh, every semester. Oh. And, uh, should we I, I don't we, we met an intern that came in here for an interview. She seemed fantastic, but you say her schedule's not going to end up working out.
1: Yeah, she she can't make it work with her uh, schedule.
2: Well, Does yeah. that mean that she realized oh Jesus, this is early, that or did she been. listen to the show and go I'm not going to hang out with these guys?
1: Might have been. I don't I don't know. She seemed very sharp. I enjoyed meeting her. I she mean, she seemed like
2: she was going to go places.
1: Had a very nice letter that said you know maybe next semester if, oh, if things yeah, work yeah, out. It's we'll yeah, not the first
2: time she's broken up with somebody, so right. I understand.
1: And then She wants to stay
2: friends. And is then that you said, the well, don't worry, mm-hmm. but, don't worry, though. Remain friends. You said, don't worry, though, because I got somebody else on the line, right? Right. And then I come in here the other day, and this lumbering, shaved head humunculus is sitting
1: here, mm-hmm. hovering over us. What's this guy's name? His name is Alex. Alexander or Alex? I'm not uh, sure which one it goes. fine, but
5: Alex is shorter for y'all. Saves time,
2: It I is guess. shorter. It is true. You know what?
1: He did point that out, and he's correcting that.
2: Thank you. Hang on a second. We're gonna run this through the computers and see if Alex is a- shorter than Alexander. Hang on a second. Carry the X, D E R. Time times two. Yep. It. Yep. It comes back, ladies and gentlemen. I can't confirm Alex shorter than Thank Alexander. Now, Alex, uh, what do you? What do you? What do you study, my man?
5: It's like streaming broadcast TV production. I keep getting the name wrong because it's like
2: because it's just your major. I get it. Well. Ah.
5: It's like it's,
3: there's an
5: and in there somewhere, and then like I don't think I got the ro- the order of it wrong. Are you supposed to be here? I am supposed to be here. Hey, are you on. even in school? Hang <laughs> on. Well, this is my last semester.
2: Uh, now are you taking uh, a lot of classwork in, in the semester, or is it just this internship?
5: Well, right now it is just this internship. Hell yeah, so that's so the
2: way to, to do it, dude.
5: To it. Oh sweet, so well, you can just start drinking in here or whatever? Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, I just water right now. Okay. Are you a drinker? Do you drink? Sometimes, but. I are know. you
1: of legal age to drink? Yes, I am. Okay. I I am. Okay. You look young.
5: I'm. I'm actually like, uh, thirty right now. There's a story behind that, kind of a little bit. Oh, the twenty nine be-
2: years of story. Is, yeah. There's a story behind you being thirty. <laughs> well, behind
5: why I'm I'm thirty now, doing the college right now.
1: Okay. I don't think it's super rare. Do I don't think it's These rare
5: days, at all. But oh, yeah. I'd I love
1: know. to hear that if if you're willing to share. But you don't have to share that. Uh, no worries, That's just too personal. Wait, what
5: What do you say? maybe later? Is that what said? Maybe uh, later. Maybe. Well, it just depends on what you you guys want to ask me. Or all right,
2: like. let's ask you this. What's the story behind you going to school <laughs> when you're when you're 30?
5: Oh, okay. Uh, basically, I for a bit I was trying to just be like I I, I went to college a bit before, and then I, I for a bit I was trying to be a uh, in the job market just. I, I wanted to get on there and do the jobs cuz I had I'd been in like high school for so long and I, I was right. uncertain at that time sure. also of what I wanted yeah. to do. And I, I I was a security guard for a bit and then that but that eventually stopped, but I I, I didn't do anything bad, I don't think.
1: Oh, <laughs> hold on. So you were
0: Why the jury still out? <laughs> uh, were that, you let go were uh, you uh, because waiting of something? Or I wasn't yeah.
5: un unfor- I wasn't formally let go, but like I was like they what?
1: stopped calling me in.
2: Mm. Yeah, generally when a when a girl stops
5: calling you, it means something.
1: Yeah. Were so, you reporting too many people or not no. enough?
5: I what I think what happened was like there's this door I, I was trying to get into. There was a report about like trying to get into some place and like inspect like a tenant or whatever the hell. <laughs> uh, but the, the lock on the door, I'm, I'm not really good with locks,
1: unfortunately. But when it, they're locked or unlocked?
5: It was it was locked, and then I went in there, and there was nobody in there. Yeah, but like he he's not good
2: respecting from. locks is what he means. Yeah,
5: it was like, I don't know. I kept fiddling with it, and it kept not opening. I was shown how to open this specific kind of lock that they have. Ah, uh, but yeah, that's. Well, wow, who
1: secures you from the security guard?
5: Uh,
2: there's the thing. Alex was an insecurity guard. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like he would just walk around going, "I don't think I'm good with locks. I, I don't know okay? though. Am I? This is, is this, this good? Is this okay? I'm sorry. To I think I got fired. I don't know. They stopped calling. I don't know. I don't feel good about this. I'm not calling them back. <laughs> Did you get to keep the flashlight? <laughs>
5: Uh, not, not the flashlight. I think I have something from the security. Like, if I look in, like, oh, my story. Oh, is it uh, is a termination slip? Is that what, is that what no, you got the key? I no, never, I never actually got ter- formally fired. For
1: all I know... You might still be working there.
5: Who knows? I, it's in a different state, though. So, I don't know about that. I moved here from... There wow. From. You so effed up, your up sl- a job so hard that you let That's you're a real breakup. That's to, you, a real you're breakup. You're supposed to go to a different country, it, not did just you, the state. Did you move or flee? No, I moved, I moved here to go back to college. Because <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, I want to be more sure, and I want to apply the skills that I have. In
2: Security. It. It. it uh, I, don't go into locksmithing. It sounds like you don't want to apply to your skills to that, okay?
5: No, yeah, it's not my skill. Okay,
2: so you went to school for, let's say, what, one or two years when you were younger?
5: Yeah. Okay,
2: and, and then how long were you security guarding?
5: I was like one or two years. Okay, can I be, I'm going to
2: talk to you about something, okay? hmm What you're talking about right now, the math does not add up to your age currently. Oh. Because that, yeah. that only takes us to about 22 years old.
3: Oh,
5: because I was also besides college, I was in uh, an art program for a bit. I I think oh. I was in college for a bit, and then like I, I I think it was more than two years, maybe, but like I don't know. Were I you was,
0: modeling for a life drawing class? Yeah, were you a nude model?
5: I, I took one. I took a class <laughs> like that. How nude oh,
3: model? <laughs> there was I, a nude how model. How did you
5: take it? <laughs> yeah. What? I, I wasn't the nude model. I was drawing the nude model. Is, did you get kicked out of that
2: class for drawing the dong too big or something? <laughs> no, do, you no, you no, no. The, do you have the drawing? Never got
5: caught. I don't have. Not on me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could probably look in storage. I think that, that stuff might be in storage right now. Oh, thank God you
3: kept it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's
5: all the dreams and hopes, remember? So now,
2: how have your parents had any response to you? Kind of like going to art school and then being a security guard and then having these six years that we haven't really made up for and then now, like how do okay. how do you how how oh okay
5: hang on I okay it wasn't art school it was just regular college but I was taking a bunch of art classes along with like my regular courses oh and so then. you
2: turned regular school into art school
5: oh but that was, what I was looking at and I was also looking at like digital stuff and then I, but now more I got more into the. Like product, like video audio production kind of things, and oh, another thing that happened with me here at this college—they okay. put me in the wrong. Uh, not to badmouth them at all, because I think I don't. I think I wasn't very clear. Uh, they put me in like music audio production when I meant more like video audio oh. production, and
1: like. Did you find it strange when you went in there and there was no videos? Uh, there were videos sometimes, and like, I- is I there was- a
2: difference between audio production between video and, and music? I mean, you're you're still working with the pro tools right
5: yeah but i was not I was, it was more like music mastering kind of things and okay. i was more like, okay
2: you want you want to master the soundtracks from
5: pornhub or whatever oh my goodness oh uh, well yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just
1: add the <laughs> captions on the bottom
5: yeah mm. hey goodness
1: yeah that's what they would say yeah. that's yeah. what they say in there mm,
5: my goodness <laughs> mm, <laughs> my
2: goodness good lord Oh, mm, good lord! Mm, You're doing good great lord. dubbing. My goodness! They do have people voices. This is gonna be really good. I like this. I I want to uh, see one of these Pornhub videos.
0: My goodness! Daisy. Ooh, oh. quality. Mm. I, I thought someone told me you were in the military. Uh, not me in the military. My yes, dad, dad was. Dad Oh, was the what what branch?
5: Who's the army. I th- I was uncertain of I, I
3: well not I do you not, not remember this uncertain?
2: from the first day when I asked him he said I grew up overseas and in multiple states and I yeah. go oh military and he goes yeah and I go oh and you said oh San Antonio as one of your stops I said oh is your dad in the air force and you go I don't I think it's the, I think it's the army it yeah. it and, he okay. said that he grew up in a house with a military parent he yeah. was always on bases but he's not sure which branch of the military his father was in. Were there planes? Were
0: there tanks or planes? Yeah. I'm pretty or sure it was the
5: army, but I I, I speak un, with uncertainty <laughs> a lot. I don't know why. What color
2: was his you uniform? You only had 30 years to figure it out. It are about.
1: you not? Are you not close with your dad? Like you don't I am talk close about stuff? with my
5: dad? Well, although well he, this although never came he's, up? he's he's working on a boat right now. Oh, so, so he could be the Navy. Navy. He could be the Navy. <laughs> <laughs> not, he's not in the military right now. He's retired, though. He's hes working on, like, a cruise line as a security now.
2: I think he just told you that because he's trying to get some distance. Oh. Was, he, was, he oh. an os- was he an ossifer? <laughs> uh, I think so. Uh, yeah, have, you, have you ever thought about sitting down once with your dad, maybe over a Michelob light or something, and saying oh. to him, like, hey, hey Pop,
5: <sighs> what, do you, what do you do? Who are you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm... He was in the Army. He was in the Army. Don't worry about it. Don't I don't worry know. About it. Uh, I, 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 I. There's just
2: no way this happens two semesters in a row. There's no way. Did you just dump I that? I did.
1: I did. Why did you dump that?
2: I huh? swear to God, I'm going to kick you in the teeth. <laughs>
5: <laughs> is, is this some other thing, I guess, between you guys? It is an inside
1: joke. We could.
2: we get interns that aren't very good on air. and not Not oh. even because they're like not because they're bad people and we're not talking about you. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're 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 plainly spoken and they're they're boring. To there's nothing, boring. There's yeah. nothing interesting there's happening. That are yeah. There's nobody home yeah. but yeah. Like you. Yeah. But but you're, you're an open book and there's a lot to mine and you seem to uh, Semi-trust us so far.
5: Yeah, so far, n- nothing seems so seems out of turn or out bad or anything. Well, we And we gave you the speech off,
2: off air. If we ever overstep bounds, as soon as we crack the mics closed, you tell us, hey, guys, that's off limits. I would rather not talk about that. No worries. Okay?
5: Anything you can call me on the radio, you can call me that. Okay. All right, what? let's start. Let's <laughs> each everybody try. We'll go around the circle. Everybody come up with something to call Alex. You can't say S or F.
1: I guess.
5: <laughs> yeah, those are two big ones. Yeah. San Francisco. San Francisco. That's a. Yeah, that's a city.
2: <laughs> what yeah. is? Hold on. Let's put this. Let's put this to the Alexander
0: Alex computer. So, what do you hope to get it from this city. experience yeah. uh, of interning, other than a, a degree? Well, I, I hope to
5: again this, applying the skill sets that I have already mm-hmm. and that I, I, I developed informally a little bit. Hmm. And I was like, you know what? I have the, I I, I work in video and audio on my off time also. So. And you
2: enjoy this stuff. Yeah. So that's good because yeah. a lot of people don't get this. Sometimes your parents push you to go to college right away or whatever, and you don't even know what your interests yeah. are, who you want to be. or what You don't, you don't want even to know be. your parents. Right. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> that's, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about that part. <laughs> oh, but no. sometimes it takes some of us a little longer in life to figure out who we are and where our passions are. Yeah. And you've done that now. Yes. What, and what you figured out was that your passion was video audio engineering. And then you went to school yeah. for music audio engineering as a result. But yes. when, and then after a while figured out, uh-oh, I think I'm in the wrong school. And you went to go talk to somebody and you said, hey. And they said to you, hey, how come you didn't talk to us a couple semesters ago?
0: And you yeah. said, ah, I what's a couple semesters? I wasn't,
5: I wasn't sure if it was just uh, uh, music yet. <laughs>
0: What's disturbing, though, is there's a bank somewhere in this country that's wondering why their security guard isn't show showing up. <laughs> oh, no. You, you, you're not clear if you may have checks or something that you haven't. Yeah.
1: No, that, oh, we've I'm got pretty to,
5: sure I'm not there anymore. Right.
2: Pretty sure. we got to they, wrap this up, don't we? We're missing a break. Yeah, we in do.
1: No uh, I mean, this break's only like two minutes long. Is it?
2: Okay, perfect. <clears throat> we have a, a spot. That's Go ahead. What are we going to do?
1: Oh, nothing nothing I, I, I'm gonna have some assignments for him so we can get to know him more and maybe he can get to know us can and you ask make us one some assignment
0: questions? interviewing his dad so we can find out for <sighs> sure. sure what oh. did you did you ever did you meet
2: anybody at school that told you about the program over here or did you just yeah
5: just... I was pretty much just like uh, the I'm looking at the internships and I'm at a bunch of internships and this seemed like a good one and then eventually I I yeah.
2: You won't learn anything, but you have a good time. Okay? Yeah, of no
5: course. Uh, okay, I'm glad
2: that you lean into
1: it. We'll help you develop as a person. In fact, you can read our old intern, Boog's guidance, right there. There you go.
2: That's Boog's guidance. Uh, here, here we to go. Forward
0: Mornings with Matt and Bob presents <laughs> Nods to the
3: Odd.
2: Nod to the Odd time. Uh, we scour the internet for all the best hard hitting news. And then we let you know exactly what is happening. Um, I closed that down. I closed that down. Sorry, we were getting to know Alex a little more. And I may have uh, missed a couple things. Uh, A flight. Oh, this must be what happened in my dream last night. Last night I dreamt that I was in a plane. I went to the bathroom when I came out. The plane was in the water, but they were using the engines like propellers on a boat. And they floated us to an island. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. A flight was canceled after a passenger looked out the window and noticed that parts were missing from the plane's wing. Uh can I help you? <laughs> yeah, there seem to be parts missing Can I ask a question? What kind of parts are missing when a layperson can look out a window and see that they're missing, but it missed the Is there no walk around inspection on a plane before you take off? I think
0: so. A Virgin what Atlantic flight specifically, what was... you know? It was I'm getting it right okay. here. A Virgin Atlantic flight
2: from Manchester to New York City's famous John F Kennedy International Airport, that's JFK. In fact, uh Virgin I believe flies into the old Uh, TWA concourse there or whatever that's so gorgeous. It was canceled moments before takeoff because an eagle-eyed passenger, I'm sorry, I doubt he was eagle-eyed. I think he probably was looking out the window bored and goes, oh, several fasteners are missing on the wing of the Airbus A330-300. Fasteners. Passengers were forced to disembark while a team of engineers inspected the craft and they said, hey, you know what? Turns out several fasteners are missing. The flight was canceled as a precaution. Airbus, an Airbus official has told Manchester Evening News that the missing fasteners did not pose a safety risk.
3: Oh.
1: So they're just decorative.
2: Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, I think what you're looking at there is uh, the decorative fasteners. Those aren't not necessary. We put them on there just as a little extra fun. See? Frankly, I think the passenger could go F himself and he maybe should keep his mouth shut. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. I'd hate for him to like, walk into a door or accidentally trip downstairs or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Snatch.
0: <laughs> they have redundancy on planes. He they said, "Put each... twice as many That's fasteners what he said. as they need."
2: He said, "Each of these panels has got 119 fasteners."
0: So if it's, Why am I, I feel like I'm watching Mary Poppins. If
2: it's 100, if it's 99, what's the effing deal here? Is this John Oliver? It's a. <laughs> It's a bloody pain. It's got two wings. You don't need them both. Go F yourself. And it's redundancy.
0: There's extra engine, extra wing, extra tail.
1: I like when they do that at KC. I love when they have extra wings and
3: tail.
2: <laughs> they did say that the safety of their customers and crew was always a top yes. priority. And they said at no point was any of the safety compromised. They said they always work above industry safety standards. So apparently the safety standard is multiple missing
0: fasteners. Mm-hmm. Are they the, talking about rivets? Because most of those wings, the, the wings are held together by rivets. They did say they would like to apologize
2: to customers for the delay to their journey. Oh, boy. Oh. One guy who was prepared to join the Mile High Club had to just do it right there in the airport. And he said it was a real letdown. <clears throat> a lot of turding going on. Here we go. Next story. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents Nods to, to the, odd. the Odd. Uh, Straight from... Straight from our show, ladies and gentlemen. A man got five women pregnant at the same time, so he threw a baby shower, except he threw them a joint baby shower. He says he doesn't have money to to throw individual baby showers. Music artist Zeddy Willis has impregnated musician Lizzie Ashley and four others. They're all pregnant at the same
1: time. I've always wondered, like, what happens at the orgy if this happens?
2: Lizzie 29 revealed the details of the group celebration on social media, leaving many TikTokers shocked by the revelations and criticizing and said that's not how we should do things.
0: Right. You know what? Not our circus. Not our monkeys, right?
1: Yeah. Can't tell people how to live. Yeah.
2: I'm going to be honest with you. You want to know what I think? What? I think this is all faked.
1: You don't think any of them are pregnant?
2: Um. I'm looking at them, and I don't think they really are pregnant. They all have... What appear to be pregnant bellies, and they have their hands on their bellies. Mm-hmm. But all of their faces look too good to be that pregnant. Wow. wow. Whoa. Oh, that came out really wrong. I just mean that pregnancy is exhausting for the yeah. ladies.
1: I've but, always heard you get a glow. And, but maybe so, and something else was a little better, too. Maybe they're in the first
0: semester.
2: N- no, these are... I'm looking at. I'm looking at third trimester... Hands on bellies. And they're leaning in and they all seem too smiley and too happy. And the pictures seem way too set up. So this is just to further his music career? I think so. I'm, 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 going, to resen- I'm going to resend that story because uh, I've decided that it's not really real. Mornings with Matt and Bob presents
3: Nods to the Odd.
2: Uh, a Kentucky Republican is making the news. Representative Nick Wilson is introduced uh on January 16th a House committee bill and he said it would uh, it, he says he wants to strike currently there's an incest law in Kentucky and he doesn't uh, like the fact that the incest law includes first cousins
1: I want to see how hot his cousin is I he says see. he he
2: says unlawful incest should no longer include first cousin but that's far enough away and that it should just be mother Father, sister, brother should only think be the only thing. So, like included. an
1: auntie, he's cool with an aunt.
2: He said he uh, defies. Uh, mm-hmm. He said in a statement in Newsweek, he described this as, uh, as a as a mistake. And he, uh, yeah. So, uh, what if
1: this was a guy that just had a crush on his cousin and went all the way through the political process?
2: He won the thirty seventh season of the CBS reality TV show Survivor. In 2018.
1: No, the him president, though.
2: He returned for the 40th (laughs) season, and it featured winners from previous shows. In 2022, Wilson ran unopposed for the 82nd District of Kentucky House of Republican incumbent Regina Huff had just retired. Kentucky law states that a person is guilty of incest if they engage in sexual relationships with a person they know to be their parent. Oh, they know. You don't know. Oh, if Luke you don't Hall, know, then okay. Yeah, okay. I'll just claim I didn't know. Yeah. Like Alex doesn't really know what his dad did, so he could probably have incest with his dad oh, and go, oh, I don't I didn't know. Don't what really he know. Did.
1: Wasn't sure. Bigger
0: question, who's still watching Survivor?
1: How dare you. You watch Survivor?
0: I've never seen I guarantee your in-laws watch Survivor. I've not watched Survivor in over twenty 20- How long has it been on the air?
1: Naked and afraid. 20 years?
0: Well, can
2: I give you a suggestion? If you're watching Survivor with your known parent, child, grandparent, grandchild, great-grandparent, great-grandchild, uncle, aunt, nephew, niece, brother, sister, first cousin, ancestor, or descendant, you're in trouble. Hmm. So a guy says, hey, first cousin really should be
0: taken out of that.
1: I don't. I we're
0: where on uh, as a show, where do we stand on that? None
1: of my family works out, so I don't. I don't care.
0: I thought you said you had a cousin that was kind of hot.
1: Not that I'm think. Yeah. Not that I can think of.
2: Wow, you have sorry. a
1: cousin. You have a cousin
2: that listens to the show, <laughs> don't you? Know you know what's
1: so tough about this is all of my family listens, <laughs> <so> <laughs> hearing all of that. Yeah. I'm sorry. You Every know one what? of your
2: cousins is pissed off right now.
1: Maybe you're not hot to me because we're family.
2: There, right? Would they be hot to other dudes though?
1: If Selma Hayek was like my cousin then I'm like Wait, you
2: got a cousin that looks like Selma Hayek? No, I wish. <laughs> Sorry about your busted cousins, dude.
1: I think all y'all are all beautiful in my family. In your own internally. In your own ways. On the inside. I don't know how to undo this.
3: I'll <laughs> make, love, <laughs> all of I'll me, make love, love to you. I'll make love to you.
2: Mornings with Matt and Bob presents
0: nods to the Odd. Let's
2: go ahead and pick out our final nod to the odd uh, for the day. And uh, that one's not a good one. Uh, here we go. This one's fun. Uh, cleaners. Got a surprise while they're cleaning a house in Colorado. You know, sometimes you'll hire a cleaning mm-hmm. service. You have a rental house, don't you, Bob? No. Yeah, I do. I wow. Think. Imagine being home. so wealthy that you forget you have I an forgot. extra house. Probably. It's a town home.
0: Which one are you Whatever. talking about? I think it's called a yeah. town home. I don't and know. And you got that originally because you needed
2: a place for one of your... You had too many fireplaces. You needed to put one somewhere, Something right?
0: Something like that. Some place to park my...
2: Cleaners uh, were truck. called into a recently sold home and uh, to come in and clean out the whole house. That's a nice thing you do. They call it make-ready. A lot of times uh, when you buy a home... And uh, I'm walking you through this in case that you're a general Zer since you'll never have this experience, unfortunately, because of the way Austin works. But in the old days, you, people would buy homes. And when you would, sometimes, like, your, your real estate agent would do a nice gift for you, and they would they would hire a make-ready service so that the day that you moved in your home, it was sparkling clean, and it smelled good, and you felt good about purchase. They, they would try to get the smell of the smoke and cat urine out of it for you, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Around 2.30 on January 12th, deputies were called into a house in Grand Junction, Colorado, to investigate a suspicious incident. Mm. Cleaning crew was uh, in uh, the house. The old homeowners <clears throat> posted some leftover items online and said anyone can come and pick up these. Yeah. And there were stuff like uh, a table,
3: mm-hmm.
2: chairs, you know the stuff that somebody will yeah. leave, right? And then right. the cleaning crew... Said, "Well, we can some well, if anything else is there, can we take whatever's left?" They said, "You take whatever you, was left." Uh, they somebody came up to pick, pick up a deep freezer, which is pretty good. And uh, when they cleared out well, everything inside, they found one of them things was a black bag inside the freezer. Mm, that venison. That's gonna be venison yeah. for sure. Nobody wants venison. Uh, it was a uh, it was a human head, actually. I was say oh. it's like human foot. And human I don't head. like
1: that. It tastes too gamey.
2: The uh, sheriff's department says they do not believe that there is a threat to the community at this time and called it isolated. Get it? Isolated. Isolated? Ah. Was it a threat to the dudes whose head was in the freezer, though? I feel like that guy is going to say, hey, guys, I feel like this is a threat to my guys. Where's my body? Why is it just my head? Why have I been in the freezer for so long? Can Anybody answer these questions?
1: I thought cooler heads prevail.
2: Oh, are you are you are you writing for Arnold Schwarzenegger now?
1: <laughs> that' what it sounded like. Let the cooler heads prevail. Right Ice to see you. Well, what? maybe
0: they were doing the Ted Williams thing with this guy, just on a more of a budget, lower budget thing, like a private individual. Maybe, maybe. do we find out if that
1: works? Can did I we have some heads in the future? We
0: don't know yet. They haven't they haven't thawed one out yet.
2: Can I say that I just saw a picture of the house and uh, guess what? Hoarder. Head in the freezer kind of house. I'm yeah. looking at, sorry to be judgy about houses. I know everybody should be, should be every person should be allowed to be proud of their home. They earned it. But I'm going to yeah. tell you, looking at this one, if you asked me from the outside, what might you find in a freezer? I'd be like, ah, probably a head. Could be a head in there. Cats. <laughs> a lot of cats. A lot of stuff in plastic bags. I'd also say, do you want me to answer the questions about what I might find in the um. all the miscellaneous crap on the front lawn?
0: Oh come on, man! Come on! It looks like Big Pink. That looks like where the band recorded their first album. Don't judge people's yards. I'm not. Ju- it looks like the Simpsons' house. What are you talking yeah, about? It's just a, Simpsons. It not have that much. That's just a, a, a nice split-level, that's a posted, Norman Rockwell, mid-century modern home, standard house. Can I, oh, ju- I just say, Judge When it Judge Matic, there is a. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: will say there's the a. Automatic. There's a PK Systematic. the stand for a PK grill. It's all bent up. It's the old original. Ooh. Aluminum stand, it's in the front yard if anybody wants to go grab that. That's actually worth something. It's at twenty nine eighty six, whatever the road is. I can see the
0: address, but I don't wow, know the man. name of the you road. Just because there's no stonework. It's all I do. It's I, all
1: plank. Wow, dude. I feel like we should go to that like free that free buy page and stuff and, and grab stuff yeah. and give it away as prizes.
2: Oh, I need to point something out. I thought that the deep freezer was still in the house. Uh the deep freezer had been taken out of the house and placed on the front lawn. So it had thought a bit. Uh, So, oof, that had to be a juicy head. Juicy head. It really really looks like the Simpsons house. Uh, We're going to go see if uh, our friend uh, Tom Gimble from the Hi, How Are You project in the building talk to us about how, Hi, How Are You day or Chewy's day. How high are you? Uh, We're just about 60 seconds away from uh, Mornings with Matt and Bob. Our friend Tom Gimble is here as promised. Uh, uh, We've been telling you all morning. The today is Hi, How are you, day? All day, all night, and one of the progenators. Like that word, Progenitor. Tom? Yeah. yeah. We uh, we I I have a mom who was a uh, an English teacher, so I have a bunch of words that I don't really know what they mean, but I use them anyway. Like and it. Um, but uh, you and your lovely uh, bride, Courtney, you both came up with this idea, the uh, Hi, How are you, day? For somebody who who wasn't listening earlier in the morning, or is just tuning in, or is newer to the city, what is What's hi, how are you today and
4: why are we celebrating today? It's it's a really simple concept and it's it's say hi, how are you to someone, friend, coworker, family member, uh, and really mean it. Be sincere with it. Cause so often that question is just, yeah, I'm cool. I'm good. Right. Um and we thought, let's one day out of the year get past just the the shallowness hey, and the hey, how's it going? How's yeah, it going? Great, hey, great. Great.
2: And we don't really actually go, hey man no, hey man.
4: How are you? For real. How are you doing? And so, you know, back in, in 2018 when we did the first Hi How Are You Day and just to, to rewind and, and let people know the origin, obviously people know the Hi How Are You mural here in Austin, painted by Daniel Johnston in 1993. It was the old Sound Exchange record store and they had Daniel paint the mural and it's it's been this enduring kind of landmark, right, of, of Austin and Courtney said, you know, we want to do something in the space of mental health. And Courtney said, hi, how are you? It's the perfect conversation it starter. Is. And we can honor Daniel at the same time. So, hi, can, how are you today? It's his birthday. If you don't birthday. mind me saying, yeah.
2: you're very close to Daniel. Mm-hmm. You you worked with Daniel and you were friends with Daniel for 25 years? 30, 32 years wow, now. Wow. Yeah,
4: okay. Yeah, so started managing him in 1992. And with Dick Johnston and, and his family, uh, we've become very close. The Johnston family is absolutely supportive of, of this. Dick is a, a board member for the Hi-How-Are-You project. He was at the concert last night, and, and you know, their family. And so they really support this. And, and we're happy that uh, mental wellness has become a part of Daniel's legacy, that Hi-How-Are-You Day means something not only in Austin, Texas, and in the state of Texas, but around the world. There's going to be a Hi-How-Are-You Day in Dublin Today, Dublin, Ireland is doing a big concert. It's, it's a really cool thing. Yeah,
2: that's really exciting. And and you know, I worked in stand-up comedy space. And people think of uh, comics, oh, they're hilarious and happy. And it not turns so out him. Uh, <laughs> not so much him. Not so much me. there and uh, musicians, artists. This town has had a lot of people who have, unfortunately, uh, either suffered for a very long time or suffered where they lived with um, uh, mental uh, their own mental. Uh, peculiarities, if you will. Uh, and uh, and then we've, we've had a lot of people take their own lives. And there has to be a stop for it. Unfortunately, this country has not done its greatest job since the 80s of really helping people with any kind of mental illness. And listen, if you've ever tried to go see a professional, even if you had insurance and you tried to wade through what that means, thanks for the $5 off, it's, it's, we just kind of throw that one to the side. So it's really a lot of it for the the time being, is going to be on our shoulders and our neighbors' shoulders and our friends' shoulders. And yeah. That's why we have to reach out to people. Daniel was somebody who had a, a very difficult time for a good portions of his life, yeah. um, and it's a it, a sad thing. Is sometimes those people around us who are the mo- who are giving us the most in their form of their art and whatever are the ones uh, kind of suffering the most in, in the silence. And that's kind of one of the ideas you came up to ask somebody. Hey, no, 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 no. John, Greg. Kelly, whoever it is in your office that you ask, you're like, no, but seriously, how are you? Yeah. And let them, because they may not want to answer right then, but at least it lets them know, oh, there's a
4: place that I could maybe go answer. Yeah. You know, being a good listener is, is being a good friend. And, uh, yeah, Matt. Uh, oh, sorry. <laughs> it's
3: okay. Sorry. I, I yeah. You, you, I, you know, I, hit a, I hit a nerve. Yeah, yeah.
4: Yeah. Well, there's always time to sorry, improve. Sorry, Tom. Um, right? You were stuttering.
2: T- did you hear something? I didn't. <laughs>
4: um, a lot of people, when it comes to mental health conversations, feel, oh, I'm not I'm not trained, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a therapist, whatever it might be, um, how do I have that conversation? Right. And it really is just as simple as asking, hi, how are you, and listening. That's such an important thing, and so often uh, just being uh, a concerned and sincere ear, listening to your friend, family member, your child, whoever it might be, is so significant, and that's a huge help. Um you know, for you know, going back to what you were, were saying about uh, those in the creative community, uh, um, a, a touring musician, a touring comic, um, it's hard to live a healthy lifestyle. And the way we live our life uh, physically does affect how we feel mentally. So in addition to what we do today, hi, how are you, Day, and encouraging people to have these conversations, we've come up with something called the happy Habits which are 10 things that you can do on a daily basis that we can all do to kind of be proactive with our own mental wellness and hopefully not get to a crisis state where suicide prevention or therapy, you know, is is required. Right now in the United States, there are 14 million youth and adolescents in need of mental health therapy, and they can't get it.
2: You're... I did some work with you guys. Uh, I really like your organization. I like what you do. I like also like, just like you and Courtney's people. But the uh, you called me in to do some stuff with um, a gig, what I would call a, a giant uh, student housing organization. Yes, American um, Campus Communities. American Campus Communities. And they've been really good in partnering with you. Absolutely, yeah. And I remember talking to one of them, and they said, well, you know, we do have a, a higher rate of, of students who will take their own lives. And I remember thinking, it's got to be... Yeah, they said it's pretty high during the year. And I said, yeah, and I, in my mind, I was thinking, like, yeah, 20, 20 25, 30. And the figure they gave me was astounding. Yeah. It's in the thousands. Yeah. Every year, uh, new students who are going off, and their parents have all these kind of hopes and dreams for them as they start. And, and it becomes kind of overwhelming, and I think they get lost in the, all the newness. And you get separated, and sometimes that's where you don't have to be a professional. You don't have to know the right things to say. That's not what's being expected of you. Just sometimes people going, oh, I'm not alone in the world can be very, very helpful. Yeah.
4: I mean, 14 to 24 is our focus age because it's such a significant time in your mental health development, your brain development. Um, it's when Daniel started manifesting You know, his first signs of mental illness was when he was a freshman in college. Um, When Courtney was a freshman in college and dealing with severe depression, and she wouldn't mind me saying this on on the air. She's very comfortable speaking about what she went through. Um, She was shameful about taking her prescriptions. She was a sorority, you know, girl here at the University of Texas, and she would hide her prescription pills in an Advil bottle and you know, stuck it in her Because, well, jargon. there was a, mm, an idea. This, yeah. yeah,
2: and we've tried to kind of lift that stigma. Uh, a lot of people involved with in the show. But, yeah, I've talked about it before. I made attempts on my own life back in the early 2000s. And I'm not saying that like I'm proud of it, but I've gotten much more open about saying something about it because I feel like, oh, my, good. my goodness, so much of my life happened after that. In fact, so much of the greatness of my life happened after that of course yeah and and could have missed out on it and um and it was i really did get to a place where i felt like everything was kind of insurmountable and that i had become a a drag on those around me and um and i'm glad because i re- you know i i reached out to some people and i thankfully had some people did were incredibly helpful uh and got me kind of steered in the right direction but i know how it can feel like that's not possible uh w- w- when you're in a bad
4: place yeah when you When you are in that that place um, and, and, you know, someone who might say, hey, you know, snap out of it. Right. know, like if you haven't been there, you don't know what it what it is. And it's not just depression. You can say the same things for addiction and things like that. You know, so, um, you know, as as good people, as good friends, as good family members, like we owe it to everyone to help those that are in that darker place and and having that conversation um just knowing just let even if you just say hi how are you today and maybe someone doesn't fully engage with you but they know that you're there to listen maybe in a week or a month or something you might get that phone call because you've reached out to someone today and you've at least given them the sign uh you've acknowledged that i am i'm here to listen whenever you're ready to talk i'm 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 here for you i support you um so even if you don't have that conversation today still saying asking the question hi how are you could could help somebody down the line where
2: where can people go find out more about this and where can they go find the the healthy habits because i think a lot of a lot of our listeners may not be 14 to 24 but they certainly are raising somebody in the house that's 14 to 24 and i'm sure they would love to have access i'm looking at them right now they do apply to everybody especially like a
0: grump like you See, I right. do listen. I know see, that you're grumpy. See, I'm going to stand tall and not come at you for that. Thank you very much. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I did look that. I did number nine. What's number there. nine? Stand tall. Oh, okay. Good, good <laughs> posture. Let, the way we I'm hold ourselves physically. Not going to get to me. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So this list and things the way we can help. Where do we go find that? HiHowAreYou.org. Easy, easy URL to remember. Um, you can learn more about the the happy habits, more about what we do throughout the year at, at the HiHowAreYou How Are You project. That's
2: awesome, and uh, I've noticed, too, that uh, backstage at ACL the last couple of years, the Hi, How Are You Kids, You've got a, there's a whole group now that are doing podcasts and stuff, but they're associated, I guess, maybe with the university. They look very young, and and then I remember last year I went by and I went, uh, hey, is Tom going to be around today? And they were like, "Who the who's Tom? Didn't even know who I was. They were like, oh, hey, old yeah. man, why are, you trying to, why are you trying to talk to us young ladies? Get the hell out of here. And I was like, all right, I'll <laughs> back away. I yeah. understand you're having your own life here. But there, there's a whole... It's, it's really spreading, and, and it's doing some good, and I like that about it.
4: Yeah, the University of Texas, uh, it's called The Drag. It's their their podcast production team. So we've partnered with them, and the great folks at C3 and the ACL Festival allow us to have a, a lounge backstage, and we kind of recreate Daniel Johnston's living room with some art and some of Daniel's memorabilia, and artists come in and, and talk to us about how they deal with life on the road and um, what inspires them and, and maybe where their struggles are and how, how they deal with yeah. it. You know?
2: I'm really glad that Daniel got to get some of the uh, uh, love and attention that he did uh, toward the, uh, the latter part of his life. I know he had a lot of struggles. You were kind. You introduced me to him. A couple of times, but it I, it was fun when I would go see shows with him and the absolute silence that would fall over a crowd as they were we were watching him with him and, and engaging with him. Yeah. And uh, I remember I remember one in particular was at the Mohawk, which was really fun because that's an outdoor venue and it can get a lot of it can get very chatty in the back. And that entire venue fell silent while he was singing. And uh, and I know they were super stoked. He spray painted uh, behind the stage, and that's still kind of memorialized back there. Yeah.
4: That was the last live show ever Dan- that Daniel, Daniel played play before wow. he, before he passed. So uh, special place, the the Mohawk. But yeah, when Daniel uh, would perform, um, you know, it was an interesting audience. Some people y- you knew the legend of right. Daniel Johnson. Right. You knew some of of the things that he struggled with, and so there was a portion of the audience I think that was there to kind of see. What might happen? Is there right. going to be a, a a breakdown here? But- there were some people who showed because I think they just knew the T-shirt from Kurt Cobain. But still, it was it's still it's bringing bodies in and you're exposing people to a lot of that art. And and by the end of the night, there would be a moment, like you said, where where his words, his music would, uh, no matter the size of the audience, it would it would absolute silence and and just rapt attention. And you know, I I've seen people. Absolutely moved to tears. I've seen guys that are like six six tatted up with a leather jacket in the front row crying like well, tears down the because his words are so poignant and, and, and part and of it
2: too is he was dealing with a lot and if you are if you are a person who's got the blues or whatever, I will say I went down a real hole with with Daniel's music when I was in a bad place and you, so you got to you got to watch out a little bit there. L- last night uh, Valerie June was playing at the concert and yes. I saw her and she made she said something really important after she'd played a cover of one of his tracks. She said, "You know, I'm a songwriter and I know that uh, it's harder to write and perform a simple song." Bennett into this one, she you know she's like you yeah, know you I can impress you with noodling and going off and going crazy on the guitar, but it is much harder to hold your attention with something sweet and simple,
4: and that's what he was he was so good at. He was an absolute genius. You know I've worked in the music business for nearly thirty five years now, and, and and had the privilege to work with a lot of amazing people, but very rarely do you come across genius. Yeah. I, and, I know Chewy really doesn't know a, a lot of these
2: stories, and I would love to have. You fill them in one day too. Just the stories that when I first met you, and the, the stories of being in the back of the limo with Outcast and some of the other stuff that you got to do in your life. You worked with some amazing, amazingly huge stars. Huge, huge, yeah. huge. Yeah, yeah, Whitney Houston, Santana, Outcast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that's a pretty big deal. Uh, but you also continue to manage and give a lot of care to smaller artists because you said, hey, even when you were in the big business, you saw how a lot of people got overlooked or maybe weren't quite ready for what they were getting thrown into. And you've kind of... Now, I, I'm making that transition, and I'm being nice to you because uh-huh. I want to suck up to you on something. All right, all right. Dude, you I'm already got ready. the free concert tickets, yeah, right? Yeah, I know, I mean, I know. No, no, no. Please. So I'm- you... Last week, we were in here talking about somebody that I know that you've started, I believe, managing. And maybe I'm wrong and I'm going to embarrass myself. But you are working with a guy named Lamont
4: Landers right now. Yes, I'm managing Lamont Landers.
2: Okay. And we saw him. I don't remember how we got into it. But Lamont is coming to town. I know that musicians do not, they loathe. I can see you smiling. You know where I'm headed with this. All right. You know where I'm at. I'm bracing. Uh, Artists loathe to get up early in the morning and and perform
4: on, on radio. Indeed, they do.
2: Thank you for confirming. <laughs> that, I <was> gonna say. <laughs> we
4: suspected it. Yes. We suspected it. I will confirm that.
2: But just if you, could put, if you could put an ask in there, I don't even know if you guys. I don't know if you have a shows outside, but maybe if you could run it by Lamont, maybe because he's here this Friday at he, uh, at Continental at the Continental Club. Yes. And we saw him, and we really love it. And you and I asked you then last night. He's getting ready to come out with an album of all originals. That's correct. When does yes. that come out?
4: Le- hopefully later this year. We're okay. go- we're going into the studio in February and and. Uh, yeah. Very excited. You're guarded with this.
2: Nah. Well, I just, maybe you throw it out to him. That Maybe he wants to come and do a, a show. We're not, we're literally, we don't play any, currently any of the songs. And when his new album comes out, since we're classic rock, we probably won't. Which is a terrible way to sell this. But we are fun, nice, cool guys. And maybe he wants to come. And I think, we talked about him on, on and a couple of yeah. people wrote and said, hey, yeah. I already bought tickets. This looks like a fun show.
4: Well, I think the, I think the advantage here is he hasn't done a lot of Morning radio. Oh, yet? so it so still seems cool to it him. It still seems cool to him. don't tell him how.
2: Don't tell him how much it sucks. Okay, <laughs> don't tell him how much it sucks and see <laughs> if and he how bad maybe the would coffee use, is. Yeah. How bad the coffee is. I think yeah. it'd be fun and to have him come in and uh, and play some of his music, uh, original. Hey, if he wants to play with that incredible voice of his, if he wants to do some Black Sabbath covers or whatever, that's all up to him. And we're not going to tell him what to do. If he wants to come and have some of the
4: worst coffee in the entire city, he can come in here and have that. That'll it. be the. I think that might. Be the selling point. Do you want to? i to take. I won't even tell him that it's a radio show. I'm like, do you want to go have some really, really awful coffee? Also, <laughs>
0: I'll add to that the toilet paper is nothing to speak about either. Here. Yeah. We, so they use the toilet
4: paper for the coffee filter. That's a wonderful <laughs> that's, thing. That's, about the, this secret. Filter. that's, that's the, the secret. That's the secret of what really does. Let's let's try to make that happen. I think that'd be really cool. Would lo- I mean? I know it's a bit
2: of a pipe dream, and I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you're also right. you're a friend that I've known for a long time, yes. so that's why I'm comfortable putting you on the spot. You
4: know, but I would. I would. Do anything for you, including uh, subject artists to to, uh, abuse and bad coffee? Uh, That's (laughs) all we're
2: looking for. That's all we're looking for. Hey, I think what you and Courtney are doing with this organization is fantastic. Everybody out there, I think people that listen to the show, we've had people call in before and say, Hey, it's hard when you grow up in Texas. It's hard when you grow up with uh, a a military. You've got a dad who was also taught by his dad, who was also taught by his dad that a... it's weakness. What do you got to be sad yeah. about? Yeah. You know, I've heard it before. People will say to somebody, "You got a, a beautiful wife. You're successful. What do you got to be sad about?" And it's that's somebody trying to help. I know they're not trying to diminish what's happening, but those words do diminish because it makes somebody feel even anger angrier with themselves about why do I feel sad? Right. But there's there some actual chemicals that are involved here, and it's a very tough thing to escape when you're in it. I love this uh, the the healthy habits that you have that can help people. Um, Head this off of the past before it gets too bad and I appreciate it. Hi, how are you Hi, how are you And today is hi how are you day. And uh take a chance if a lot of you are headed to work right now, and uh somebody at work that could maybe use it, or somebody who you don't know but but, but has been working their tail, maybe ask just, your own family. We forget in the house. I
0: never we never speak in those terms. I know. It's important it's for My us wife to do never it. says, Hey, how
2: you doing today? You all right? How are you? She says it to some of the younger salesmen Probably, at your probably, and you're in the office probably. who are, she goes on all those business trips with. Yeah. She asks them how they are. Yeah. She told me you're they're right. great. You're right. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Hi, how dot are org. you? We, uh, we're mornings of Matt and Bob. We're back in just a second.
0: Yeah. Uh, we're still hanging out. Tom's still hanging out with us. Yeah. Why not? It's nasty, out. You don't want to go outside. Yeah, it
4: sucks out there.
2: You've you, you got to make a lot of uh, media stops today for Hi, How Are You Day? A, a
0: couple more,
4: and uh, it's not, you know, it's not I have to, it's I, I get to. Get it's to. a privilege, and I'm grateful to do it, and that's the uh, spirit my my goal is to find the worst coffee in in Austin so i'm going to go to all these different uh, radio stations well, and television you, you, places feel bad i you don't started know that anybody's at the gonna, top i don't oh, yeah you started at the top I'm, you've arrived the odds the odds are, are strongly in your favor here. I, how do you how do you get
2: in the uh, how do you get in the music business cuz we got a ton of listeners i know and they, and there are musicians out there cuz you you went to ut yeah you graduate and you go work for
4: you start at columbia is that where you uh Aristotle. My, my very first job, and, and this uh, this will will date me because I went to the Yellow Pages. Young people don't know what that is, but I went to something called the Yellow Pages, and you're not I, that old though. What are you? 50? 50, 54, God, you think. Look good. 53, 54. God, you look good. Fifty three. God, you look. I don't know how old I am. Yeah. yeah. Um, born in sixty nine. Um, sixty nine. Went to the Yellow Pages first record label I came to was called Amazing Records.
0: Great. That's a, a. If it's it a hit, it's you. amazing. That was their slogan. Uh-huh.
4: I called them up. I said, I will work for free. They said, okay. I went down there. It was the 501 building, <laughs> they which said, still exists. They said, yes, you will. Yes, you will. <laughs> that's, my, that's our that's our motto. My first day, they said, you need to move all this Omar and the Howlers vinyl from this 120-degree mm-hmm. warehouse mm-hmm. into this office and count it all. You were in the music business, and baby. And at the end of the day, I asked them, can I have one of these records? And they said, sure, take one home. I thought it was the greatest thing ever. Uh, I got a free record for uh, eight hours of free work. I remember telling my uncles, uh, "You know, I'm from a South Philadelphia Italian family. I told my uncles, uh, I'm working for a record label. They said, how much are you making? I said, nothing. And when they stopped laughing, they said, well, make sure they don't give you a percentage raise.
3: (laughs) So uh, I did
4: that for a while and then got a paying job for Amazing Records, I was actually working at Amazing Records on the 501 building on, on 5th and I-35 oh, yeah. when Daniel Johnston came in, and uh, he was going to hand a cassette to our receptionist there, right. and I heard his voice. I couldn't see him, but I heard his voice, and Daniel was a little little scary, and so our receptionist kind of shooed him out, and, and but I heard him, and uh, I, I ran down and caught up to him on the access road of I-35 and 6th Street. I think I had just gotten my first stack of business cards. <laughs> this is ever. like a scene from Slacker that they yeah. cut out, right? It, this is this is the outtakes from Slacker. Yeah. I think I handed Daniel Johnson the first business card I ever had. And I just said, I'm a huge fan. If there's anything I could do for you, please let me know. I'm twenty two years old. Uh two weeks later he calls me and said, I want you to be my manager. I said, I don't know what I'm doing. I right. don't manage people right. and I, I uh I, I tried to reconcile between him and and his previous manager. There was some some issues there, and uh, did that for for several weeks. the The documentary, if you've seen the Devil and Daniel Johnson, I have a, not exactly not exactly factual picture of you. Yeah, but of that's how I did that. But uh, you know, I was not some high powered manager coming and poaching somebody. I'm 22 years old and not even wanting this job. But he was very insistent, and as you said previously, there's some individuals in this business. And I even knew at 22. There's some sharks. Yeah. In there's the music some terrible.
3: Business.
2: There's some terrible folks who will are in it for themselves. Uh, I'm seeing there's a collapse right now of something called Cast K A S T. They were a podcast conglom. They would go around and say, "Hey, I'll mm-hmm. offer you all this money," mm-hmm. but they would offer a guarantees. I'll offer you a 250,000 dollars guarantee for you in your first year, plus residuals. But he was. He was stealing from Peter to pay, you know what I mean. He was His moving pon- on. Ponzi Ponzi he sp- was Ponzi scheming it all, and he's now kind of disappeared. But he's in arrears like six million dollars. To a lot of our uh, Sarah Silverman, I'm trying to think of how many of our friends are involved
4: and yeah. wrapped up in
2: this. But there's some there's some really SE people out
4: there. Yeah. So I knew back then that those people existed, and and I thought to myself, this is a terrible decision that Daniel is making. You know, to to want me to manage him. Because um, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, but I thought, you just have to be as honest as you can be and work as hard as you can. Read the books. Do whatever you need to do. Call people. Ask favors to kind of learn.
0: But just do the right thing for for the artist, you know, because... Well, people don't even know what a manager does, really, for an artist. Can you describe that in a nutshell? Like. I
4: mean, hopefully you're looking after their their, their best interest in, in doing deals. It's more than and, just and,
0: bookings and things like that. Yeah, you're,
4: you're managing every opportunity and you're kind of supervising a team. There's a big team around uh, an artist. You have a record label. You have a publicist. You have radio promotion. You have a booking agent. You have lawyers, business managers that just do the financial, the taxes and stuff like that. Um, but when you have a successful artist, there are many, many opportunities that come in. Mm-hmm. And as a manager, you want to, uh, got to build the best that. team, find the best yeah. label and then filter those opportunities. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, and I think working with the Hi How Are You Project and being an artist manager is, is completely in sync because you want your artists to be healthy. You want them to be happy and you recognize the demands, whether you're a comic or a musician and life on the road and the demands that are put upon you. People wanting you to get up early and come in and drink crappy coffee. I mean, you know, I'm a terrible manager to to, to ask him to come in, to Lamont to come in and do this. Right. I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you're you. a terrible manager. I'm, I'm glad you're know, you recognizing you think about that.
0: Terrible. In the history of rock and roll and artists have gotten so big that they needed that help from their managers and they didn't get it. Like people like Elvis or whatever that that fall, they become such a big industry that no one wants to tell them how to live their lives or what to do or what, you know what I mean, and to yeah. the point where well, no one can with, save them.
4: We've seen that with people that have come through so here. So good managers are hard to find. The, you know, the other thing is a manager is making a percentage of what the artist makes. You know, you don't get a salary. You just make a percentage. So there's you, – you've, you've got to it's really – almost a conflict of interest it's almost in a, a way. You've got to really have, uh, you know, your, your moral compass in yeah. the right place because do you want to say – Hey, Lamont or, or Hey, Daniel or, or whoever it is, go do uh, 28 shows this month and you don't need a day off. Just just keep bringing because that I gravy train. For, right? right. Because it's better for me. Um, and when you get to be a superstar size audience, when, when you are Springsteen, when you are Ed Sheeran, when you are Whitney Houston, you're not just there's not just a manager that you, you are an industry. There are probably 200 people or more. Who make their living Mm -hmm. off of you. And when you're not working, they're not not earning. earning. So the pressure pressure that's put on an artist is insane.
2: Because at any point, even if they go, God, I'm exhausted, they realize, but I've got somebody who works for me who throughout the whole tour will only make, uh, you know, enough to pay for their apartment. Right. They're not getting rich. But if I don't go to work, they're not getting anything. That's right. And if you have a, any kind of de- human decency, you're like, well, I need to go do that for because those people help support me as well, and it and it becomes kind of all. That's I think what happens to a lot of artists. You you, you worked uh, in a tangential way with like Britney Spears, who we've all seen has been very public over the last couple of years. Was the uh, the butt of a tremendous amount of jokes for a long time, and I think people started to wake up and eventually go, oh, there's a lot going on here that we don't know. We just assume that if somebody has
4: fame, that also means they have everything they could possibly want. Yeah, it's it's. Uh Again, going back to mental health, it's a very unnatural lifestyle. And to imagine being on a stage in front of 50,000 people and the electricity and the adrenaline and what that must feel like. And then you get into a car and then you're in a quiet hotel room. It's a very jarring experience. Uh, it's taken some people. Yeah, yeah. Slash wrote a, a, his biography Really talks about being on the road with Guns N' Roses and then being off the road and what do you do with yourself? And then you get the, the hangers on and and the people who want to party with you all the time and it's right. always coming at you. It's very hard. So when I say well, when I
2: say hey, what are some? Th- how do people get in the music industry? it Almost like you say. Sounds like you're saying Duh, don't, don't, or at least be you, be. you better love it. Well, be much more aware because I think a lot of people, their first introduction to the music industry is an artist that they. Have love for, and they think of the the goodness. I want, I want the fame. I want parties. I want shrimp trays. That seems great. Yeah, you're just saying it is a uh, much more nuanced than that.
4: Well, you know, you're you're going to start as a, an intern or at the very lowest level of of the the industry ladder, and it'll weed a lot of people out because if if you think you're you're getting the shrimp trays and the and the limousines, and then you find out no, you're in a 120 degree warehouse moving Omar and the Howlers vinyl. Uh, you wake up to oh this is this is actual work. But you also had a good thing in there, which is because I you
2: know sometimes we have young interns that come here and say well how do I get in the music business? And it's like you, there's no one path for everybody, but there is one thing in common, which is you have to be willing to put yourself out there, and that could be scary for some people when they're younger, especially if you have like you know Bob and I both got we talk about it. we've got imposter syndrome, we never feel like we earn or deserve the things that we have, it can be hard because you know somebody else you go, Well, somebody else out there is better than me at what I'm doing. Why well, do right and do it. Yeah. But you just told a great story, which is someone comes up and says, Will you be my manager? And you said, Well how about this? I know there's somebody better than me, but why don't I just do the best job I can for you, and we'll see how it how it works. It yeah. turned for you; it turned into a very long, three-decade-long, and beyond just a work relationship. It became a friendship, and you're,
4: you know, you're very close to his family now as yeah. a result. And um, and that's a good story. No, that was yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a great blessing and and uh, uh, you know, just a gift. But um, you know, you 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 work hard. You you get in the door. Work hard, and then you wait for that opportunity. Same thing for a musician. You know, like Lamont Landers has been doing this for twelve years. Wow! Before he just blew up. Yeah, right. Before he was
0: an overnight success. Yeah. and so yeah.
4: he's would, worked very, very hard. I was to get watching to where some of his
2: tracks, and then I looked him up, and then I didn't realize he had done it. Was it uh, America's Got Talent or The Voice or one of those? He did shows? Showtime at the Apollo, and well, no, America's the one got I got Talent. Okay, yeah. America's. So it was the one where Simon Cowell is just like, "You're no good." Right. And go, he says, uh, you sound like a um, a wedding singer. He said, I'm not going to let you play. Go back and find something else. I mean, that's got to be very intimidating. On a stage in front of that many people with a guy going, this is, you You make really assy choices, and you're kind of lame. Yeah. And then he comes back, and it, but all of a sudden, like halfway through this, because he starts and he goes, no, 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 I don't, nah. Yeah. But you see him switch into finding his... Passion and soul midway through the song, and you go, "Oh, I hate the way Simon Cowell talks to people sometimes." But the guy has been in the business and does know some things.
0: Well, it's he, also the drama they need. Well, I was going to say you—you've yes. done television. Yeah. It's so also yeah. the scripted part. That was yeah. A yeah. scripted. That was yeah. Lamont. That wasn't
4: a surprise. You right. know, he knew that but was coming. But yeah, it's intimidating to watch. He played it well. Yeah, he played it well. It's—it's um, it's a tough industry, you know, and when it happens. Uh, it, it's it's a gift, and and you take advantage of it. And wh- that's whether you're working on the industry side or on the artist side. Just work as hard as you can, and when the opportunity comes, you 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 grab it. And you don't know when it's coming. Especially now, we're like we're we're a slave to an algorithm. Well, no I was getting ready yeah. to say
2: what you're talking about is no, you're no longer even about the music business. It's what you would tell any young person whatsoever, which is just look the the the, the days of you going to work. And, and clocking in and out and then getting a pension at the end. They don't exist. They're absolutely foreign and they're gone forever. Yeah. You have, to be able, you have to be able to develop the skill of putting yourself out there. And it also doesn't matter your age. There's people out there right now that are 55 and they've had a job for a while and they can't stand it. Here's the thing. Don't spend the last 10 years of your life doing the thing that you can't stand. Put yourself out there and take the chance and go do the things that you want to do. We have so many listeners that have said, screw this. I'm not going to do this anymore. I want to do woodworking. And have, but... They only became successful because you got to put your whole self into it. You can't just say, "Well,"
4: but you also got to be pretty good at the algorithm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, you would hope that that you know true talent rises, right? And whether you're woodworking or a musician or a comic or whatever, you know, you you hope that that the cream rises. And and I do think real talent does eventually get its day. Um, it could take 12 years to have an overnight success can, story. Can but,
2: I hard work my way out of lower talent?
4: some people do i mean just doing right you know the the folks who who sit in their bedroom and expect someone to come knock on their door because not gonna it's not going to happen so you've got to get out there and do something you know the the so, old the old record business was to go into a recording studio you needed a lot of money and so there was a gatekeeper with a record label right and they would say you're good enough now anybody can record anybody. in their bedroom anybody. and be on spotify my analogy for this is: Imagine the NBA. If anybody who wanted to play could play, you have you have four hundred people on the court. So you've got LeBron James and you've got Kevin Durant, but you've got some other people who probably don't deserve to be there. Like Chewy, maybe like Chewy. I don't. I don't know his game, but. Um, that's kind of where we are in the music business right now and
0: And you don't get the three album deal like you got in the 70s to like they, they always use Springsteen as an example or Mellencamp or whatever they wouldn't have they wouldn't get three albums today to make their mark
4: Artist to development to is, born to is lost. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? we would call artist development, right, where right, a label right. would like really if you're not commit. coming
0: out hot out of the shoot. You could be done. Well, and that development is
2: is can be seen in my daughter during the pandemic. Got into some of these artists who were creating their own music in their bedrooms and, and built a pretty good following, um, and then decided to go on the road. And when you see somebody who does not have stage presence or experience, trying to then entertain their fans, but you're watching the fans go, what? I don't under I've been I've been hitting like on everything. I paid for this ticket. I have to wear a mask and I Why just paid twenty-five dollars, thirty-five dollars for a shirt, and I don't understand what the show is right now because and no fault to them, because I went with my daughter and took her to see some of these artists, and I could see what they were doing because I have some of that experience, and I'm like, You just one of these young ladies, I don't even remember her name, I wish I did, but I was like, Oh, clearly she got with somebody because the second time she came around, it was a completely like a literally hundred and eighty degrees change and like oh somebody got with you and said hey you have to put some show in the show business also get rid of the ukulele nobody wants to hear the ukulele <laughs> on the stage that works for your bedroom yeah but that you let's bring out a guitar let's get you some drums and let's do a real show and when you don't have that there's so much more going on in the music business than just you have the ability to play an instrument you know?
4: yeah record labels right now are chasing these these internet sensations. Because so they, they don't want so, to so so miss are, out. So, so, so radio, so radio stations, <laughs> so radio stations right? <laughs> no one wants to miss out on the next Billie no, Eilish. No, they don't. But, they certainly don't. But they're making a lot of mistakes along the way. But. I, I think real talent shines, and I, uh, let's let's try to get Lamont in here and, and see yeah. if we could do uh, see if you can do that. We'll can do that. Do
2: we're, we're good people, and I just I, Bob Bob loves seventy soul and sixty soul, and I see so much of that in Lamont, I think it would be really good. Uh, be meet fun. He's thank a good you, dude. Thank too. you very much to thanks, uh, Tom man. Gimble thank and uh, Hi How Are You dot uh, org and the Hi How Are You project. Thanks for the lids too. man. Yeah, yeah, appreciate I, it. it. I'm gonna tell you uh, thanks to all of you.